I'm Maddie. And I'm Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men. And this is a live action movie episode. So, of course, we also have Todd Harper, the one and only. Yeah, we cut right to the chase. Hey, Todd. Todd, what movie did we make you watch this time? (laughs) Tell us. We watched The New Mutants. Which should be coming to you in theaters if it wouldn't result in everyone's death. I it mean, unfortunately did come to us in theaters and almost no really? one went to it. Yes. Yeah. Good. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. one of the first movies that went that opened during the pandemic this is like uh, this is already weird okay it is it is already weird can i can i open by first apologizing for how long our last episode was and with that i'm going to say this episode's at least three hours long so here <laughs> we go are you apologizing <laughs> okay we we are just gonna do a couple of really long episodes in a row last week we did a super long yeah. reader mail this week we're gonna do probably a long movie episode whatever we don't care you love it we don't, we don't care happy holidays it's our gift to you it's a christmas miracle uh there's a lot going on with this movie though right there is a lot going on with this movie i don't even i didn't even try to look up the full history of this movie and it's bullshit but it has been in production hell for years and years it got delayed it got rewritten apparently it started filming in 2017 we don't really know what they did that made it better we yeah, don't, I don't know, know that. that it was fixed. oh wow that's that's dark yeah that's how now long. that i think about it like the version that we just watched is the better improved version. I mean, Todd, this is reminding me a lot of X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm. You know, yeah. like when we were all like, oh, we you saw the unfinished version of X-Men Origins Wolverine. No, that was the finished version. No, that was it. Yeah. That was the complete version. Yeah, I'm looking through the Wikipedia page to see all of the various reshoots that happened in 2018, 2019. When did it, when um, did it first shoot? 2014? 2014? No, 2017. 2017. That would be crazy oh, if it were 2014. I, yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it's not a final It's not a final fantasy game, Ryan. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Wait, okay, there's already crazy stuff. Okay, I already forgot that Rosario Dawson was going to be cast as Cecilia Reyes and like then she was like, no. Probably because she read this script and she was like oh i don't want to do this like i don't want to be the woman of color who's going to turn out to be evil betray everyone and then die okay let's okay i'll be busy washing my hair oh my god the next three and a half years by the way cecilia rays in this movie is not cecilia rays and i for some reason this is what i'm stuck up on you know i don't blame you i don't blame you she's not herself well okay but you could at least say the other new mutants are somewhat in character i don't know about iliana i don't know what's going on there but like they seem to have like the base personality traits for them where cecilia reyes is just like evil scientist number like 15 and it pisses me off because cecilia reyes is her story in the comics is a very important one where she 
is a closeted mutant who hates herself for being a mutant, does not want to come out. Her greatest fear is that people find out that she is a mutant. And then she is outed one day at the hospital. And then she like is so fucking angry about it. And it takes her like a full fucking decade to accept that like she's okay with that, you know? And Mm -hmm. also she is, I think, African Latino. And in this, I mean, they did get somebody of color, but they were like, let's see how white we can still make her basically. Yeah. Yeah. The actors for this, there's like a couple of theoretically Afro Latinx characters in this, which are Roberto and Cecilia Reyes. And they just cast very light skinned. Latinx nice actors, but light-skinned actors. And that was the subject of a lot of uh, pushback at the time. It was. It was. The director, Josh Boone, like, didn't give a shit and was, like, okay, openly okay, so hostile here's, That director, Josh Boone, he, there's a lot of problems going on here. One is I that know. I remember they were talking about Sunspot. And he was yep. like, I don't care if he's black or white. I just want to be rich. And this is before we found out that he wrote a bunch of racism within Ileana, yeah. who is not a racist character in the comic books. I don't know... Who the who the fuck is she in this? I have so many questions about magic she is in, this in this because like what <laughs> she is, she's a bitch. That's who she is. Yeah, she's very cruel in this movie. They took like the super goth out version of magic who's exist probably in the past 20 years or so, but that's after she goes through limbo and all the shit that happens to her. Mm-hmm. And allegedly that's what's happened here, but it's not like it's explained. Well, they kind of invented a different backstory for her in this movie that is super dark. I guess, but then I went and read what Josh Boone's plan was for the following two movies. So after this movie, he was going to do a second movie that was oh, going to be about... I didn't know he was going to get to do a couple more movies. He planned a fucking trilogy and like the second one was going to involve karma and I think magma and warlock and it was going to be an alien invasion with the um, why am I blinking on their names warlocks people um, of oh, the flanks. OK, so then the third movie was going to be a, an interpretation of the Inferno storyline and it was going to be a revelation about Ileana being some sort of demon from limbo. So whatever we're seeing in here is like probably not what we think it is or how it comes off as, but he does a terrible job of portraying anything. It's mm-hmm. not explained. I'm looking at his filmography and like one of his earliest movies was an adaptation of John Green's oh, The Fault boy. in Our Stars. What was the other movies he did? He's not. Is he Stuck in Love, The Fault in Our Stars, All We Had. I've never heard I've of never that. I've never heard of any of these. Cardboard Boxer. Oh, favorite movie. Horseshoe Theory. Bethany. What What uh, are these? I don't I've... know. The Pretenders, The Cat and the Moon. Okay. okay. New Mutants. And then he is doing the, the TV miniseries of The Stand. Oh, no. Yeah, the Stephen King adaptation. That's not going to go well. That would be great. Which, sure. a story that deserves him <laughs> after... <laughs> <laughs> watching it's this movie it's also worth noting that he he wrote and directed this movie by the way like okay wait so but he, he is not good at that stuff i would argue <laughs> that the cinematography in this is not terrible i will say that i don't think it, mm-hmm. that looks bad i think uh, there's a few things here like one they build this off as a horror movie for a long time and it is they not did. that it is really yeah. not a horror film. I think uh, they made it less horror-ish. I can't but... do horror anything, and I was able to make it through this movie with no mm-hmm. problems. I so. also really don't like horror movies, and this movie was fine with me. I would say there are some parts that are supposed to be scary and are funny, which we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but you can tell they're trying. There's a couple like spooky moments, and I would say they're mostly spooky because of sound design. I did largely think the sound design was pretty good in the movie. There were some some musical cues that I thought I actually were cool. Thought, yeah. Right, I, mean, I think that not, was one of the redeeming qualities. Bad, like there were some moments, like in the middle of the movie, even when I was like, "Do I like this movie?" I okay, almost so, like no, this. All right, so, so here, that's that's that. my thing. This movie is also very gay. There are no straight characters in this, and we're not even like 
doing this mutant ages style where we're like, oh, these two are probably no. fucking no. no, like, no, no. It's all, literally gay. All of them are gay. All gay. of them are gay. Gay, 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 gay. It's gay, gay, shoved gay, gay, in gay, your gay. face, which Todd is going to point out later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And please, please believe I have like a thousand different notes that just say the words. This movie has all the subtlety of a sledgehammer. I yeah. know I, it really does. Um, it's like a weird film. That's the way I describe it, where I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it. It doesn't feel like it fits in with the MCU or the X-Men. So I don't really know what they were doing here. But um, sometimes in a good way, like sometimes well, I'm like, yeah. it's cool that this movie's different. It wanted to do something different. I mean, I right. would l- I would love the reality where this was actually a good movie that was taking risks and like doing some weird shit. And then we liked it. That would be cool. I I agree. I think the casting was really good and they looked I think the reason why this worked out is because they had a good cast not because the director himself was very good but Mm -hmm. like I think the best way I've described this movie to people is like like when I went to go see Silent Hill in theaters the first one where I'm like this looks like Silent Hill it like has some of the characters from Silent Hill it feels like Silent Hill but like it's a different story than Silent Hill. And also there's witches now in Silent Hill. That's like, that's mm. like sort of like the same reaction I had to where I was like, like, do I like this movie or not? Because it feels like it's almost there. Like mm-hmm. what happened, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's a good analogy. This feels that way to me too. I, especially like I went back and read some new mutants comics after watching it. And first of all, the new mutants comics are great. I recommend people. Oh read yeah. Them. They're some of the I best really run of X-Men doing this, but also it made me kind of sad. Cause I was like, I can tell which parts of these comics they pulled, and those are some of the strongest parts of the movie, but then they just changed stuff that I don't really know why, or like tried to simplify stuff and made it worse or more boring, and I don't know. I it's know. just Okay, so here's the worst part about it, is that Josh Boone, okay, first of all, besides all the weird racist bullshit he has going on with himself that he then inserted into this movie for some reason, <laughs> he said he wanted to make this movie because he was a big fan of the New Mutants growing up mm-hmm. and he was like he's like i read all the comics and i wanted to do this thing and i want to do a great translation of the comic books and like at some point maddie was like it's too bad they didn't get somebody who like knew anything about the comic books so i'm like <laughs> except they did and like this is what we got and it's Aww. it's bad and there's some other weird shit that was going to happen in this film that didn't happen that came out around the time when they were trying to release this in theaters like Originally, it wasn't going to be Cecilia Ray's. We're like, okay, so is it going to be Mr. Sinister? Because he's busy emailing her in this entire movie. Yes. But okay. like, we're talking about burying the lead. Mr. <laughs> Sinister is in. Okay, but is he? Ta- in the movie? No, I, I mean, can't even I don't complete the sentence. He's really not in the movie. Okay, so aside from that, originally it was going to the his original interpretation, Josh Boone's anyway, was to have Storm be a sadistic jailer for them. Oh, and we were boy. like, why? Yeah, it doesn't really work. It doesn't really work. It it did not. Okay, I mean, it already took forever for this film to come out because of all the production hell it had been in, and then the pandemic hit, so they delayed it. Then it was Mm -hmm. one of the first films that came to theaters when they opened theaters again. Except people are still idea. Yeah, of course, no one went to it. It was already like in development hell. Nobody thought it was going to be good. Or I know, but like so, so he like buried himself because then as soon as it came out, he said all this weird like racist shit and all this plans he had for other movies, and everyone was like. Maybe he realized he had nothing to lose. I guess he did. I guess at right. some point <laughs> he like, was just the like, movie is it's out. already done. I don't care how the, it's not going to have a box office, so I don't really fucking care. I know. I'm just going to say everything that I actually think. Yeah, it, which is like, oh, really so you're sad. an asshole. It That's is really sad. It is. It's also yeah. sad to me. I was looking back at like all the other Fox X-Men films and I was like, 
We've never had one that has been fronted by a character of color played by an actor of color, especially not an indigenous person. We've never... I don't even think we've had an action movie that I could describe in that way. We have not had one where that character makes out with a girl halfway through the movie. And that's the love story is a queer love story. It just sucks that this movie's terrible. Like I was like, you know, this is actually quietly revolutionary in like some pretty key ways. It's just that the movie sucks ass, and like <laughs> that's depressing yeah. to me. You I know? mean, it, it's sad because we're gonna like look back at this in ten years from now and be like, wow, remember how this was like our revolutionary gay movie of superheroes? Uh, was this? So, it's like <laughs> it feels like quintessentially twenty twenty to me in so many ways. Where it's like, oh, cool, like look how far we've come on main stream certain things but then the thing itself is shit and it's like directed by a racist and it's like (laughs) everything revolutionary about it has been like sanded down into something terrible or meaningless but like if you look at it on paper you're like wow it's achieving so much i don't know we got something good we nailed it we fucking did it do you know what the sad thing is though yeah of the three movies that we have done together before this Mm -hmm. x3 generation movies and (laughs) X-Men Origins Wolverine. I actually think this is the best one. I, I agree with that. Right. Which I mean, is sad as shit if you think I would about argue, it. <laughs> I would argue that I really enjoy X-Men 2000 because of how weird and different it was well, from Todd all those movies. Well, Todd wasn't on that episode. That was but I wasn't oh, here for right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not counting X and X2 because I was right, right. Todd is okay, only so. counting the ones that we made him watch because <laughs> <laughs> you okay. made me watch. Well, I mean, I would argue that any of the Fox films really aren't that good, but okay. Well, I agree with you about X-Men 2000. It really has its moments, but yeah. And honestly, like this movie reminded me of Generation X a lot. So I was kind of glad that it was the three of us watching it again. I thought it had that vibe also, but I like similar energy just 30 years later. Yes, very much so. A couple more thoughts before we get going. Um, Mm -hmm. One, um, Demon Bear Saga. This is the Demon Bear Saga. And I don't know. It's already wrong. It's like not (laughs) correct. (laughs) I know. I was like, I was like, okay, I was really excited that they even have the demon barrier there. And then they were like, oh, it's not actually this thing possessing her. It's just like, it's, it's just Danny's like fears coming out or like, oh Yeah, like in the comics, the demon bear is an actual demon bear, like from another dimension that is an actual individual other thing that Danny's not manifesting. It's a different It exists. It's real. I don't know. It's like they, they're too afraid to do this. The other thing I wanted to say is that we are led to believe in this movie that like Sunspot's supposed to be straight but he keeps being like all the girls here are so hot. And I'm just like, <laughs> you yeah, wanted but, to say this before we recap the movie? Cause we can because, talk about that. Okay. Fair. Fair. The and the, other, the only other thing I want to say is, um, it's going to come back. Yeah. It is going to come back <laughs> up. It's like, I don't know. Magic steel. This is not the version of her that we know. They have some things there. We talked about this a little already, but yeah. like I, my biggest question I'm going to have, and I'm just warning you all now is that everything that she's in, I'm like, why doesn't she just leave? Yeah. <laughs> she's the only one who can yeah she, she can literally go into another dimension leave. she can teleport she has a thousand powers she could kill cecilia rays in any given instant it's not like because there's scenes where they lock her up and she's like don't lock me in here i'm like you can leave anytime yeah. you want yeah. you can leave and like even within this movie she has enough control over her powers seemingly that she can do that Kind right. of? I mean, are we maybe supposed to believe she can't fully do it? I mean, it, it could be. I don't think it's supposed to be that she can't. I think we're supposed to, if you come to the conclusion that she could leave anytime she hasn't, 
then we're supposed to think, oh, she's here because she actually does need something from these yeah, people. Yeah, that's kind of what I can't right? Like, she actually to. does value what she's pretending is friendship with Roberto or, and Sam. Or and she's, Lee. like, she doesn't want to leave because she does feel safe there for some reason. I mean, those right. are the only things I or have Or she's afraid of being alone. Yeah. Like, that's the only quality she has in this movie that I related to in any meaningful way. Right. Is that she's clearly afraid of being. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. But I just, I, I feel like there's so much not explained about magic in this. And we just have to sort of draw our yeah. own conclusions. Also, you wouldn't be alone so often if you weren't such a bitch. I know. And talking you know, to your really, fucking puppet. <laughs> eventually, they are going to try to do the turn like 75% of the way through the movie where they're like, actually, Ileana's had a really hard time. And that's why she's such a bitch. And I was like, you made her too much of a bitch, though. And now yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> like she's so awful that I don't, I can't come with you. I had noted that too, where I'm just like, oh yeah, movie. It's fine that Ilyana's a bitch because she suffered so much in me. So did everyone yes! else. Yet yes! weirdly, they're not sociopaths. <laughs> no, you're totally right. I hate it. It's it's tough. I feel like if they had just made her less of a bitch, it would have worked. Like yeah, she doesn't have to she be like perfect be, and nice. She, she didn't even she need to be, be in this movie. But like, like, I mean, less overtly racist would be a good they, start. They put her. They only put her in this movie because she's such a popular character in the comic books. I know that's your theory. I know that's your theory, right? I feel like part of it is also because in the actual comic books, she is the one who defeats the demon bear. No, you so are right like, about that. But that's like okay, way later that on, you know? Why? But I thought maybe that was why they put her in this movie. But then in this movie, she doesn't defeat the demon bear. So who fucking cares? Who cares? <laughs> and, and one of the trailers for this, they had the, her posing off against the demon bear. So we thought that big fight was coming. But the, even right. that didn't happen. So that was a letdown. It was a letdown. But that's the end of the movie. Let's talk about the movie, shall we? So no. it starts off with a voiceover <laughs> that doesn't need to be in the film. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe they started this movie with that. Like, there are two wolves inside okay, you. But they replaced one wolf is the gay. Wolf. The other wolf is gay. You are gay. <laughs> wolves is gay and hates himself and the other wolf is gay but he's cool with it and you're gonna have to figure out which gay wolf you are no it's not wolves it's bears the wolf saying it's bears yeah that's wolverine saying he's busy like uh, dreaming up the the gay wolves wolverine is busy taking old native american sayings about wolves and turning them into sayings about wolverines okay no that's not even what he did silver fox did that (laughs) okay they're doing the same shit though okay i thought that too as soon as they opened up i was like oh no not this again (laughs) i truly expect did someone be wearing a three wolf moon shirt in this they movie? I well truly, truly expected not. somebody to be doing it. I could not believe this. I couldn't believe they took this popular. Well, I say popular. It's it's like a saying that white people attribute to being a Cherokee saying, and it's about the two wolves inside you. But in this version, Danny describes it as two bears, not the saying, bears. not on record anywhere other than no. in this movie. Did you look and that up afterwards? <laughs> I did. I, you know, I did. And also, this little story that they picked for her, I would say conflicts with the other actual story about the bear in the movie that she tells later. The story that her dad tells her about the bear. Oh, that it eats your fear. Yeah. That's a different story about bears symbolizing fear than this one. And so you can't have both. So is that like a third bear? It's too many bears and it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But we'll get to the second bear story later because we needed to. Start oh my god! The then who's fucking Goldilocks? I yeah, Danny Moonstar is Goldilocks. Danny clearly, and she <laughs> okay. has to figure out which porridge she wants to eat, and it turns out it's her own porridge, or it's Rain's porridge. I guess it's Rain's porridge. Anyway, this voiceover was clearly added later. It should not fucking be there. Cut it out. Done. Then we go to Danny. 
and her dad. Something horrible is happening. We don't know what it is. It seems supernatural. We're later told it's a tornado, but it's clearly some sort of supernatural situation that's like hitting their reservation. They're running, running. Everybody's going to die. Danny hides in the woods. Well, this happens in the comic books, too, because like mm-hmm. Danny thinks that they all died because it's like the demon bear. But then it re- it's revealed later that her parents didn't die. And That's that was right. just like a manifestation of her, her imagination and so on. Yeah. yeah. So here, here's a question I have about this scene, though. I'm going to spoilers for the remainder of the movie. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 we haven't spoiled it already. <laughs> we have. Yeah, we have, exactly. Right. But like the thing, the thing that's actually happening is it's the demon bear. Yes. Yeah, it is. Like it, 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 she has summoned it by accident and it is killing everyone in town. But here's the problem is that it's like, it's like freezing everybody somehow. It brings the snow. That's a thing that comes up later. Like she, Donnie literally says that line, the snow comes with it, brings the snow. Okay. Oh, really? You're right. I forgot about that. Which is why it starts because the the actual movie takes place in the middle of summer, which is why when the demon bear shows up, everyone's like snow, the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of cool. I mean, it's atmospheric and cool. Oh no, it is cool. But like they're shooting, (laughs) they're shooting the scene. And the reservation and stuff is blowing up. Yep. Like it looks as if they're being shelled. Yes. It looks as if somebody is firing explosives into the town. And when I didn't know it was the demon bear, I'm like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, it seems like they're just suddenly at war and like they're just running somewhere in the middle of the night. And it's like, what is <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nobody's really sure, but like she wants to escape and her dad's pulling her and she's like, no, let me grab my bear necklace. And then they run out into the woods. Yeah. And he puts her in the hollow of a tree and he's like, I got to go. And then she watches him I think, die where's he in going? front of her. I don't know. He's like, I got to go help with some other shit. Like, yeah, I don't like, actually know why Danny's dad leaves. He's like, quickly, moment. I have to go back and like pick up the remainder of the groceries. I mean, they're, they live in a trailer, yes. I think. And that trailer gets a obliterated yeah, so like, that also for? explodes i don't we don't know what's happening we just know that there's some supernatural event and like literally everything's just exploding it's all yeah, 007 explosions fucking dies including danny's father so she runs off she you like hear a bear growling behind her as she's running through the woods there's this dramatic moment where she falls where to the she, ground. Okay, she falls down the hill for like 25 minutes and it's really uh-huh. comical she's like oh, whoa uh-oh oh whoa oh still rolling oh and i was like oh my god why is this like so <laughs> as you win <laughs> it reminded me a lot of that scene in hot rod where like he like falls for like a full actual yeah, 25 minutes down the hill we refer to that scene a lot yeah, it's yeah. important it's an important piece of media for us okay since it, i promised that i was going to bring this up mm. so when i <laughs> oh, saw her already. dad i'm like where do i know you from oh, oh yeah and i Thought about it and thought about it. It's Adam Beach. I don't know who that is. So he played um, Chester Lake on Law and, Law and Order SVU. Okay. What? Wait, hold on. And he, he was around for like two seasons. And at the end of the season that he left, it's because he killed a dude on duty and then like set everyone up and ran out. Mm. I like, I totally that forgot cool. that like he was in Law and SVU. Order, but now I'm looking at images of him. I'm like, oh yeah. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. But Adam Beach is also an indigenous actor. How so, how many seasons was cool. okay? First of all, SVU is still on somehow. I don't know how there's so many <laughs> it's never fucking characters. End. Like it's never gonna yeah. end. Right? Yeah. I mean, so actually, I, everyone has been on it, or they will be on it at some point in their lifetime because that's just how it works. And I mean, that the only this guy, redeeming quality of that show is that Marcia Hargitay is on it. That's it. 
There's like yeah. no other reason to watch it. I don't need to watch like endless seasons of like sexual assault. Well, if you like mysteries, I don't know. I'm not going to make fun of SVU, even though it's not my thing. I get that some people love it. It's just not my thing. For the, for the year and a half that I wrote my dissertation, SVU was my only friend. <laughs> was it really? It was literally on in the background. It's a good show Constantly for that. on USA. It stresses me out, but I get how some people are like actually comforted by extremely depressing mysteries. I'm that, not one of them. Uh, see, that, I no, that's I, a thing. Just, I think the only reason why I watched it for so long is because AKD watched it, but also because I really, really loved Christopher Maloney as Elliot Stabler. And like, that mm. was it. Like, I didn't care too much for the actual content of the show, but I was like, is he taking his clothes off in this episode? Because I mean, I had already watched him on what, what the fuck was it? Was he in that it, oh, right he was before in a that? Bunch of stuff. Oh, he was on that's what on it was. HBO. Yeah. So like, that's what I was actually there for. But in terms of watching like what the show was about, I had like a lot of trouble with it personally, but that's just me. So as long as you like, as long the, the actors turned in some cool performances, yeah. So if you focused on the actors being cool in their roles and just didn't listen to any actual dialogue, SVU was a very logical <laughs> okay, show. Okay, that's, that's fair. true that's of New fair. Mutants as well? Because I would. Anyway, uh, smash cut to Danny waking up in a hospital bed. She's chained to the bed. In the grate above her bed, there's Rain with her little wolf eyes looking down that's at right. Danny. That's right. She's checking her really out. And because, it's an, and because it's an X-Men property, somebody was watching somebody sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it full circle. By the way, you know Danny it. and Ronnie or Ronnie, Danny and Rain have a uh, psychic connection in the comic books, but not in this movie. I don't think. No, instead Do they're they? just like they they have they have like a like a vaginal a connection. I don't know. <laughs> they they have like this scissoring effect. All right. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> so then Danny drags her bed over to the window because she's handcuffed to it. And she looks out. She drags to the door. It's like already kinky. She sees she sees a church. Oh no, I've been kidnapped by Catholics. Like she doesn't actually say that. <laughs> I mean, she that was but it is what happened. Kind of funny. Cecilia Reyes takes her sweet time to show up. By the way, I know. She eventually she like calmly walks over and she's just like talking to her through the door. She's, she's like, like, oh, I'm gonna be really nice, but also I wasn't here when you woke up. She's like, oh, don't worry, you're safe here. Just like trust me, just back away. Don't worry, you're safe. And I was like, "What is happening?" And it truly looks like Donnie is gonna swing that bed through the yeah. door. I mean, she should at any given second. That would end the movie. She very much looking like she's gonna freak out if somebody doesn't let her out of this right. so in a hurry. She does let Cecilia in though, and Cecilia like tells her this weird story about how a tornado killed everybody at her home. Okay, but later on in the movie, Cecilia is also like, you know it wasn't really I a tornado. Know, I was like, it's like the one who told her it was a tornado. <laughs> I bet she, wait, do you want to bet that this is like an old line from when they were having Storm be this character? No. I don't, I don't know. Storm is like, and also I can make tornadoes. It wasn't me though. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absurd. How many rewrites do you think this movie has? <laughs> well, it does feel like a rewrite thing though, because there's that line later where she's like, you know, it wasn't a tornado. And I'm like, you were the character who said that it was a Listen, tornado. Listen, at least, at least the script isn't as bad as the rainbow script that they worked with in Super Mario Brothers. So there's that. <laughs> So she also gives Danny back her little bear necklace, which, by the way, I kept thinking that the bear necklace or like something about all the objects that the characters had would like be tracking devices or something like that. But it's not. But they all have like little oh, objects. Right, because they each have a. You're right. I didn't even think about they that. They don't need tracking devices because they're they're in Arkham Asylum. They are literally in a Batman they game. Are, yeah. And now I just want to play Arkham Asylum. Thanks. And like Danielle's looking around the room like there's there's cameras like everywhere looking at her everywhere she goes and like it's also like but I'm a cheerleader as well though because they're all like in in support groups together. It's the 
weirdest, but I'm a cheerleader yeah, sequel. It is yeah. so we get so intense. We get multiple scenes in a row here. Um, the next one is Cecilia is in sort of like a therapist's office kind of a scene where she's like telling Danny about what happened in trauma and survivor's guilt and all of that stuff. They've changed their clothes and so on. And she's like, also, the reason you survived is because you're a mutant. But like, we don't know what your mutant powers are. And I guess we're just going to have to find out what those are later. Well, right. Because then she's like, are you sure I'm a mutant? And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, we are, we are sure it happens when you like hit that like hormonal whatever, you know, we're going to say it is this time. So, yeah, this this is the start of the world's least subtle game. At <laughs> it's like, like when she starts, she starts saying, oh, well, you start relatively normal, but then you hit puberty and we see your true nature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, boy. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then she gets taken to her little cell, her locked door bedroom. They're cl- Clearly prison cells. She's like, you know, this is, you know, this is a, a place of care. You're not going to be alone. You have not seen another human being other than Cecilia Reyes for the past 10 yeah. minutes. Right. right. You cannot see anyone. These are clearly cells. There is no one here, but you're not alone. Yeah, and also you're And then safe. she shuts the door and locks her in. And, and <laughs> Danny says something like where she's like, well, when can I leave? And Cecilia's like, oh, not until you're safe. To yourself. Never. <laughs> like you're you're posing a danger to yourself, supposedly, but it's also like we as we learn, Danielle Moonstar's powers can affect others. But this is also like these rooms that they're locking them in are just like they're actual cells. They're metal, they're very cold looking. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're yeah. in mutant conversion. When I say school. this is Arkham Asylum, I'm not kidding. Yeah, it really is like, that. It very strongly has the ring of this used to be a sanitarium of some kind. I feel like what's weird about it, though, is that there's no employees. There's no other nurses. There's no other characters in the movie. Like, it actually feels like a movie they could have made in the pandemic because of how small Small the cast is. is and the fact that no one's in the film. It's like six people total. And that's it. There's nobody. Okay, the only person who runs this entire uh, campus is Cecilia. There oh. are no other employees. And then there's like these dangerous like teenage mutants running yeah, around. Yeah, like I mean, luckily she has the powers she has, which are force field powers because that's like all she can do to stop them from killing each other and her is like right. these are force field powers. Which magic is constantly doing in this. She's like, I just want to like kill the shit out of Danny Moonstar for no reason. And that's like <laughs> But why? Yeah, well, we're not I even there know. yet. We're about to meet them anyway. Because like after this, it goes to a group therapy like the next day or whatever. Yeah. And this is when we see Cannibal and Magic and Sunspot and Wolfsbane. And Cecilia's mm-hmm. like, all right, who wants to talk about their deep, dark secrets first? And everyone's like, none of us no do, one. bitch. We don't even know who you are. Nobody. Yeah, like, how long have they been there? Do they have to do this every day? Like, what is this? It's this clear gambit to get everyone's names out. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. the, it's it right. is. and also like by the way, Ilyana's holding like a puppet of Lockheed. Yes. Okay, throughout this entire movie, which I by the way, well Lockheed and now. Magic are not characters who traditionally are like together know all the each time. Other? I don't At even all? think I don't even think they like each other. Lockheed is kitty. Yeah, thing. exactly. I mean, I'm sure that Lockheed appreciates magic to some degree because you know, Kitty and Ileana are dating and all. So yeah. Yeah. right, right. And so there's that. But I was like. W- why is he here? It's such a strange choice. I don't know why they didn't give her something else. Like, why not just give her anything else to I think help? it's partially because the payoff for it at the scene at the end of the movie in the big fight is that Lockheed is real in limbo. Right. 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 
as opposed to just a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like almost entirely the payoff. But like, why this, is he which here? Is not worth it. It's no, not it's worth not. It, it just kind of makes me up mad. Until that moment, it's it's to try to make Ileana seem like fun crazy because she keeps having this puppet that she's like acting like she's best yeah, friends with Yeah, they're kind puppet. of like trying to pose her like one of those like 90s crazy girls from one of those yeah, 90s like, films. Like that's what they're trying to do here. manic pixie where she's like, you know, scary but like also a bitch and like unpredictable uh, yeah, and Yeah, I know. It's just, I don't know what's going on. So then Danny walks into the room and Rain mm-hmm. is straight up being like, Oh, I'm I'm hot and wet now. Like yeah, she's like Rain that's, that's love slash lust at first like, sight it's, with it's, Daniel it's Cecilia's like this is Danny Moonstar, and mm-hmm. then Sunspot starts laughing, and they all Which, stare at him because like oh she's okay. serious, and I'm like oh oh we, I thought the racism was gonna start with magic, but nope, we're starting no. here. I okay, bias from okay. him. So that line is racist and stupid. Yes. However. I couldn't help but like it a little bit because if you actually hear her name, Danielle Moonstar completely sounds like somebody's night elf OC mm-hmm. from World of Warcraft. That's actually really true. <laughs> <laughs> like if, I, if someone just introduced themselves to me on the street as Danny Moonstar, I'd be like, are you at an anime convention? Yeah, but is that's what's happening. I also feel like there's a version of this where like Roberto laughs at her name and then like some other characters like, hey, man, like that's racist. And then like that's as far as it goes, because I'm like, yeah, it's realistic that teenagers would be ignorant. I'm fine with it. Like, whatever that happens. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. But I don't think then, the line should be there. Yeah, that's. Let me be clear the about movie that. Movie is not. Doing I don't that. think like, this movie's no good. No one stands up for Danielle Moonstar at any point. Except I mean, for Danielle Ray Moonstar, does, but like not really, and like not in a good enough way. Well, okay. It's, so eventually, like the racism does come to a head in the scene, which I'm glad that's uh, even there, but it's yeah, not very but good. Like, you're right that Danielle has to stand up for herself, though. Like she does have to do it herself. I don't know. I. It's sad. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, so Cecilia's like, okay, so who wants... She just takes it back. She's like, hey, who wants to talk about their feelings right now? And, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like if you don't talk about your feelings, gay. you're never going to leave the facility and you're never going to meet my superiors. And then she's like, why don't you talk Wolf Spain? That's exactly like what it sounded like. Yeah. And Wolf Spain is like, she's like, okay, well, so Rain talks. This is like Arya Stark, by the way, who I would argue is probably one of the better actresses in she this movie. She does a good job, and she has to do the little Scottish accent the whole time, and I didn't think it was too well, bad. I thought it was okay. Right. This on that subject. So Maisie Williams is British. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that means that she's Scottish or not, because Scotland is part of the UK, yeah, but that's no not idea. the same yeah. as being right. from England versus Scotland. But like, it's yeah. probably easier for her to do that accent like it is for us to do like yeah, a like Southern she might accent. Know people in this it. scene, it's a mess. But for the rest of the movie, it's actually pretty consistent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But in this scene, I was like, where are you from? They probably <laughs> shot this scene first. Like they actually shot this movie in order for some reason. That's believable. I, but I feel like part of why I'm forgiving of it is because especially in the comics, it's written the same way Moira McTaggart's accent is. Like, <laughs> oh, to yeah. Like, I did that now. Like, accent you've ever heard and so i was like oh okay. you're not mutants you can <laughs> right like yeah like, I, that you, oh my god uh, it's fucking lucky he's back yeah, so they <laughs> no that's that's <laughs> irish remember yeah i know but like <laughs> different thing we don't anyway, have a we don't have a scottish serial like in reference okay on so anyway so then rain tells this story by the way where she's talking about how she first turned into a wolf and she thought Although there was a demon inside that, her actually she's she's really vague about what her transformation is well we're making it scene. easier to tell this story yeah, for know, the know, listeners in for case the they record. haven't seen this movie yet so basically she's saying what 
in so many words that she's turned into a wolf and she thinks it's a demon in her. So she goes to some reverend to pray it out of her. But this reverend says that she's a witch and basically and beats, beats the ever shit, out of, shit out of her. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that is dark. Mm-hmm. And of course, the reason it's vague is because this story could very easily have been her making out with another girl. Yes. Right. And freaking out about it and going to the church and going, yeah, father, I think I'm gay. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And just smacks her. Yeah. 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 And of course we learn more later about the altercation with the priest and so on. And like how much more sad it actually it was. Is so much worse than we're making yeah, it. Sad. Yeah. That's true. She's uh, pretty vague about it here, but yeah, you're right, Todd. It's, it's like, <laughs> it is a sledgehammer of a metaphor for how gay. So I think the next the next part of this is sunspot and magic start harassing Danny. I don't remember what they say, but that's what my note is. No, first there's the bit where um, Cecilia Reyes, who's about to lose her fucking mind, and I kind of don't play her, <laughs> is like, oh my god, you tiny gremlins. And then basically makes Ilyana show Danny around yep. because you have to have a scene where the mean girl and the new girl are yeah, alone. Right. That's just a teen movie rule. Yeah. yeah. And Danny's trying to ask Magic all these questions. Eventually Ilyana goes, shh. And then she's like, she holds her little puppet up to her ear and she's like, she's like, yeah, Lockheed, you're right. I hate her too. And then she keeps moving on. It's like, I hate this already. Like, it's we, so I, Am I going to have to watch Ileana talk to a puppet for the rest of yep. this movie? And like, yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> and she's going to be such a bitch the whole time. And so like they walk outside and Ileana like sprays graffiti on the fountain for no reason, by the she's way. She's like, be my no lookout, bitch. And we're like, what is Why? happening? No one works here. This is after she calls Danny Pocahontas, by the way. This is like no, the first drop. No, she calls Danny Pocahontas hauntus later i remember it because it's the moment after she tricks danny into running face first into a force field yeah oh you're right okay yeah. so that's what happens she's next. like this isn't a hospital pocahontas yeah. it's a prison I'm around yeah. the right that's area. the i just wrote you pocahontas are, are. i mean it, it is important that like she tricks danny which this is cruel as fuck by the way she tricks danny into believing that she can run away so danielle Moon starts running 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 sp- Max into this huge force field that is surrounding the entire building gets a bloody nose like is seriously yeah. injured by this moment yeah. and Ileana is like killing herself laughing calls her Pocahontas just is a fucking asshole like I yeah, don't know I don't why know what her deal is she's awful and so Danny like tries to tackle her and then we see Ileana teleport away to safety and we also see Rain in the woods as a wolf yeah. watching right. all this go down and not intervening which like come on Rain whatever anyway that's that scene but okay so there's there's more to this though because mm-hmm. one as soon as Ilyana says yep no fence you realize that's what's going to happen yeah you're like the second Ilyana's like yeah run there's no fence yep. you know that something yeah, bad's going to happen yeah seriously because at this point like Ileana's just a bitch like yeah. she is well, and she started this whole scene by saying um what uh she asks if Danny can grow weed oh yeah that's right right can you grow weed and Danny's like no. <laughs> and Ilana's response is, what kind of Indian are you? And this is when right, Danny says, I'm right. Cheyenne. Oh my and God, I forgot Ileana this goes, I wasn't here. actually asking. Yeah, God, and I'm like, this I forgot is... about all of these lines. They're all horrible. I mean, they're so terrible. It's, it's tough because again, I'm like, there are teenagers who are this racist, but like, does it need to be in the movie? No? I don't know. It feels like they were trying to make her as edgy as possible but it really feels very forced no i agree and then like after this like after being called as racist bullshit danny's like i'm just gonna fucking kill myself and it's like yes, yes. Like, jesus they go 
They go immediately to a suicide attempt. I know. It's like all over. So she breaks. I don't know how she does this, by the way. She climbs up to the top of the church, somehow breaks open like the giant front of the face of the clock. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. That's they imply that it's kind of like old timber at this point. I mean, yeah. it, it would not take much to punch. Right. Them. And she's yeah. like looking at it and she's like looking at she's standing on the ledge. She's standing like, I'm going to kill ledge. myself. And then that's when rain finally comes over. Comes over. She's like, hey, what you doing there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on in this thread? Yeah, and, I, and it's like, <laughs> I would say this scene starts out really heavy handed, but then I liked the ending because I am a cornball. You mean the part where they land on top of each that other sexually? That adorable, but I did like, uh, it is. I did like when Danny was like, you know, I don't have anybody. Like my family's dead. Everyone I know is dead. I'm completely alone here. And then Rain is like, oh, so I'm nobody. And she like tells a little joke and it's like, oh, like she's signaling that she's not a piece of shit and she's gonna be there yeah. for Danny and this. <laughs> horrific hell zone that they're both in and from that point on they're at least friends and it's like okay you know that she has somebody else in this horrible place in this moment and up until then it really did seem like nobody well but also there's an important line (laughs) here where it says that rain says that she hasn't killed herself because from where she's from that means she would go to hell Mm-hmm. So, so we we learn a little more about her religious hangups here. That is right. important. That is important. That's also classic to that character from the comics. So yeah. you know that's mm-hmm. not wrong. And then that's when she pulls her in, and they she almost falls anyway. But instead, she falls on top of each other, and they like breathe heavily into each other's faces for a while. Careless whisper starts playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then they leave, and Cecilia's like. Where, Where the fuck you? were you? And Rain's <laughs> like, oh, I was showing her the chapel, but Cecilia has like a really weird line here. She's like, well, you know, I can't have unaccounted mutants. And I was like, but like, they can't but they're leave. alone all the time. They're alone all the time Whatever. and there's only five of them and there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> you have fucking, yeah, I was gonna, you have Mr. Sinister's cameras all over the campus. Like, and you yeah. can't let them leave. Like, there was, there was know. one other thing in that clock tower scene that I thought was really funny, Go actually, ahead. which if there could be anything funny about an attempted suicide. Was there a monster with giant scissors? Scissoring. Scissoring. Well, that's just like, that was like an actual reference to Clock Tower, but yeah. Yes. No, I knew exactly what you meant. That's the sad thing. (laughs) At one point, Rain is like, that's a really long way down, Mm -hmm. which true like she's at the the she's at the top of the equivalent of a three-story building at right this point, right yeah and donnie's like yeah i would fall and i would hit the ground and i would die instantly i wouldn't feel anything and i'm like yeah, no that's wrong you yeah would you would that's incorrect you would feel a lot of things just for a very brief period of time honestly she would probably still live too I know, it, which it is actually like, didn't look long enough of a fall yeah, it really me. wouldn't it probably wouldn't kill her unless she landed really badly yeah, like on her head it, right it didn't look far enough to me. I <laughs> I mean, of course, they're not going to have her kill herself like 15 minutes into the film, but uh, I'm glad she didn't yeah. do it. Uh, I'll say that much. Okay, so then there's this scene with Cannonball. This makes no sense. I don't know why they changed this. So in the comics, Cannonball is invincible when he flies around. Uh, he does. He is going really fucking fast. And the way they yeah. solve for that as a character is that he doesn't hurt himself when he lands or bumps into things or hits things. Because yeah. if he hurt himself, he'd fucking die because his powers would make no sense. 
but in yeah, this right. movie, and also he can't con- he can't control himself when he's cannonballing most of the time. And this, he's yes. just swirling around pretty easily, and it's like, whoa. well, in this movie, he still kind of can't control himself, but he also isn't invincible anymore. He gets really yeah. badly hurt every time he lands, stops, bumps into stuff, smashes yeah. into stuff. I think part of it is okay. So we left out a really important detail about Sam in the group therapy session. Right. He has a big black eye. Yeah. Oh, right. Like and like a broken arm and like yeah, like Sam injuries. Very much looks like he has been beat to shit. And I think the reason this is maybe more charitable than the movie deserves. But I think the reason they didn't make him invulnerable from his powers is because they want us to think his injuries come from him using his powers. But what we find out later in the movie is that he's self harming. Right. Yeah. Which, like that black eye and broken arm is because he was punching himself in the face with his powers uh, out of you guilt. You know what? I don't I think you might be right where it's he's not hurting himself while he's blasting. I think it's when he's not blasting because we see him hurting that himself. It doesn't really make yeah. sense. It feels like an intentional move on the movie's part to like take something that wasn't dark and make it really dark. Make it dark? Yeah. And be like, okay, what if Cannonball was like really The problem grim? is that they decided <laughs> you know? to give Cannonball like this really dark history where it's kind of like in this it's like he kills his dad because he gets scared of the vines and it's like that's not what happened though his father because his actual comic alive. story is that he, he saves people his powers emerge to save people from a cave-in yeah. right right yep. and he saves them but they're all like dude mutant and so he feels like he has to leave yeah mm-hmm. that's what happens but in this like I, they i don't know he they all have to have some dark like yeah. it's, it's the same situation with sunspot too which we'll eventually yep. find out Later. They all have sad backstories, like really sad backstories where they all killed people because of their powers, which is like it's not like, yeah, it's not just sad. They've all killed yeah, they're someone. all murderers. <laughs> but like by accident. I mean, I guess I shouldn't call it it's like manslaughter. It, it's, it's by accident, except for Ileana. <laughs> okay. I mean, like but, she killed eighteen people. Those were not accidental. But like in self-defense. <laughs> yeah, I think. we don't even know what the fuck that even was. Like were they people? Were they demons? We will never know. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so, that's anyway, why all of them have been abducted and put into this place by Mr. Sinister as it's eventually which revealed. Which is going to be explained by Rain here, who's watch, who's uh, leading Danny around the lunchroom. Yeah, which the cafeteria. They don't even have like a cook. It's just Sunspot. Yeah. Like no one lives here it's like as though they were trying to make the movie with as few people as possible it's like a I play know. like why is the movie like this it's oh, man, actually can you very imagine weird. doing this as a play it would actually be kind of fun yeah you could easily do it as a part play. of me thinks that they're trying to like self-consciously evoke the breakfast club yeah oh, i think that's maybe. probably what they're trying to do there not i mean they're not succeeding no, but i no, think no, that's no, what no, they're no, attempting no, no. to not. do <laughs> like right. they're not succeeding i know i don't know what's happening here but so basically rain's like well okay so cannonball had this crazy shit happened with them in the mines we, she says that basically then she looks over at sunspot where she's like i don't know what his power is i don't really know what his deal is but he's really rich so he must have fucked up really bad to get here yeah 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 and like meanwhile sunspot's wearing like a tiny gay like gay club t-shirt and like dancing <laughs> he's literally dancing like with his headphones he's like what it's like what's he listening to it's like dude it's raining man you know like <laughs> very oh oh god we forgot something else from the group therapy scene because this movie's so terrible and i keep remembering things i mean you're um, in that scene when they (laughs) when they introduce danny 
um roberto is like oh so i wonder what's wrong with you are you a nympho that would be right cool. right and that was the scene it's where like, both maddie and i were like okay you're gay yeah. and you're clearly trying so way hard. too hard so to throw hard. people Every, off but like then when he's not saying those lines he's over here doing some, like gay dishes he's like yeah i gonna do the dishes gonna make my butt wiggle and we're like okay <laughs> it's really cute but it's also I don't know. It's sad. It's weird. Sad it's cute, but it's weird. The character in this way. I don't actually think they intended it to be this way. Well, but I think is. they said something about. I don't know what the exact line here is, but somebody says, "Oh, something, something is the crazy one." And then Rain looks at Magic. It's like, no, that position's already been filled or whatever. And then like, right. m- like Magic is busy talking to her puppet again and feeding it. And I'm like, what is <laughs> happening? I don't know, and we're never going to know. So then Rain and Danny say goodnight to each other in their bedrooms, and they can't sleep together, but they, like, I don't know, kind of want to, and then that's that scene. And then there's this really gay laundry well, room you're, scene. Well, you're skipping the part where Danny asks uh, Rain why Cecile is watching them, and Rain's right, like, it's for true. her own good. If you follow the treatment, you will probably get out of here faster than the rest of us weirdos. Yeah, yeah, but it's too bad, because they're both going to turn out to be gay, so they're never going to get out of there. Yeah, it's basically a weird conversion camp, but not really because they also want them to be gayer. Like, I don't really know what they want here. Control. They said they said something like that about Roberto, actually. Rain did. While, they, while she was going through the lunchroom stuff, she's like, I don't know what he did, but his parents sent him here to be cured. Right. Oh. So they, yeah, like, they yeah, hammer right. that conversion therapy thing. I forgot yeah. about right. that. That's where I had the line, this is the weirdest, but I'm a cheerleader sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really Because felt it's that the way same too. thing, I right? Thought, okay, I yeah. thought they were watching, but I'm a cheerleader later, but it was, like, actually Buffy, right? Yes, like, it I don't, is Buffy. Yeah. It's the Buffy, like, Willow kissing Willow scene. And I can't remember Willow's her girlfriend whose name. name I can't remember. I can't believe I don't. Tara, of course. Thank you. Sure. I, I don't know. It's the Buffy and Angel series is like pretty much the only Joss Whedon pro- property I watched and like and also enjoyed. So yeah, no, I I watched it too. I just have no memory. So there's that. I've seen Angel. I just haven't. I don't. That's all right. I I am one of those people that thinks Angel's better than Buffy anyway. So whatever. Yeah, I also think Angel is better than Buffy. But okay. that will be a separate show That's we can do. I think we should do. We'll do another <laughs> show called the Buffy Ages or the Vampire Ryan, we Ages. We could talk about digression topics without it turning into a completely new podcast. You know, Todd, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you talk to Ryan for long enough, he will tell you that everything yeah, you're you're saying, like, If you talk to me long enough, I'm like, podcast. guys, I have a new project idea. We're going to do a new show, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> and every now and then, every now and then, I say yes, but I can't say yes very often, or else we'd have someday. Show up at your house dressed like Pyramid Head, like hissing, no more shit. No, Maddie, <laughs> Maddie, I think, says yes 75% of the time, which is pretty Possibly generous. Too often. Well, okay. The, the problem is that if I were in Maddie's position, I would also probably say yes. We have yes a good time. Us. That's why, right? Yeah. I mean, also, Todd, you do say yes. You're on this episode. I This wasn't a good film. I know. <laughs> I like, we're all like here arguing this. about, like, <laughs> projects. Do we even like this project we're doing right now? Like, <laughs> we do. We do. Let's talk about the laundry room For the scene. record, it's 24 gay. minutes. We are 24 minutes into the movie. But there's not much going on in this movie. All right, so this is when... they Okay, this is another scene we're supposed to be posed as, like, oh, Roberto and Sam are definitely not fucking. They're just bro friends. But I'm like, it, it's like the opening to a porn. I don't know why this scene's here. 
Like, honestly, I don't know why it's here. It's like Roberto's sexually doing his laundry and taking his clothes off. And he's like sitting there and Sam's like watching him. And he's and like, Roberto's like, I'm just going to throw this shirt right in the trash because I wore it <laughs> once. And I don't even need it anymore. And Sam is like, it sounds well, like you know, I've got a hick accent and I need that shirt, please. No, so yeah, Sam, Sam's like, <laughs> you just got to throw that away. And Roberto's like, yeah, you want to wear my clothing for me? And I was like, what is happening? Like, I just waited. So, like, it's it really here's, is a porn setup. That's yeah. here's what I don't get. Roberto is like, yeah, I, I'm rich enough, so I throw my clothes away when I don't wear them anymore. And I'm like, but you're doing it in a laundry room, yeah, right. One yeah. of these things is not like the like, other. One of these things not? just doesn't belong. Also, haven't you been cut off from all this? I don't even know. There's so many lines here. Roberto's like, I'm gonna like s- spare you a couple million dollars when we get out of here, Sam. And we're like, oh. Are yeah, you like, are you ever going to get you're out the of one here? that's been tra- you're the one that's been put into this conversion camp. Like, I don't feel like you have a lot of power here. Roberto. I think he's just trying to put on a mask. Yeah. Like, he's just trying to pretend that he's going to get out of there. But like, they both know they're gay. Yeah. yeah, bro. Can you just be a good bro for homie, bro? Yeah, yeah bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, and maybe like suck his dick, bro. Hey, bro yeah, no like, homo. like, why don't you tell me a little bit how about how scary what was working in the mines? And Sam's like, yeah, I don't really want to. And it's like, OK. <laughs> yeah, and then, and the then Danny's scene. powers are like, too bad. PTSD, <laughs> this is what it cuts into oh by the way i wrote this nowhere it says danny has like several wolverine nightmares in this movie where it's like danny goes to sleep she inflicts them on other people though she doesn't have to have the nightmares other people have to have thank god that is not wolverine's power her power is being a weapon x episode i mean it's arguable that they're in weapon x (laughs) right now Anyway, so she's having this nightmare and there's like a little camera watching her that says her cyanic energy is going super fucking high. It takes them so long, by the way. It takes Cecilia so long to figure out how Danny's powers work. And I'm like, I, I feel like it's yeah, pretty I don't know. Obvious, Why does it take but... Ileana to figure it out? But anyway, that's way later. Right now, know, what happens is like the lights flicker and then it cuts back to like Roberto and Sam to Roberto turn the light on. But I don't know if those two things were necessarily connected or if they just fucked and they're turning the lights back on. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Because we'll like know. if like because he like here's the thing if danny's making the lights flicker why is roberto able to turn them back on himself <laughs> i don't know i don't you know, know. that's so why I, I think they like blew each other or something but they're like we can't let cecilia watch us so let's turn off the lights so the camera lights. can't see us <laughs> i mean that's a pretty good tactic. like they're like they're strong bad just like yeah turning lights on and off so also fucking at the same time as all of that. <laughs> I hope that's really what's happening. Hard. Yeah. Uh, so, if anybody could do it, it's Roberto and Sam. But Sam is by himself for this next scene and, and he, he has this like little hallucination. Uh, did you guys notice when Roberto leaves, Sam like watches him, watches Roberto's ass for the full length of Roberto leaving it and going out the room. And I was like, okay, he's gay. I want to believe that he was going, I'm going to get those pants someday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's often what I think too. I actually like the idea that like Roberto is super into Sam's so like, oh my God, I love him so much. And Sam is like, every time I suck his dick, I get a new pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is only in it for the clothes. And you really, really can't. Sam is just him using in. him. I really enjoy that image, actually. You know, that wait, oh, but like in the comic books, I think a lot of people do ship uh, Sam and Roberto together. Although I think genuinely in the comics, they do have like 
Like they are like two straight best friends and I'm okay with that. But in this, that's not what it comes off to me at all. I'm like, okay, they're definitely fucking in this movie. Yeah. Also in the comics, a lot of these characters are way younger. Like all of these actors are 25 and look 25. And I think we're supposed to believe I felt really uncomfortable because like there's scenes in here. There's just several scenes in this where Roberto just gets naked. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting like a little like turned on here, but that's not okay because this guy's 16, right? And then I Google (laughs) it. It's like, nope, he's actually 27. I'm like, oh good. He's actually nine years younger than me so i feel a lot better yeah, about they're this. sexualizing teenagers but uh, as always adults are playing teens but that's the what i'm saying with this is that like everybody in this movie is like at least 25 yeah, at least and I, I do feel like that's a notable difference in the comics they really act like kids because they are right and like i think roberto's like 13 or something and there's also scenes in the really comic book young. like that would illustrate them like naked together because like they would swim or something but it was never like they were never sexualized during that mm-hmm. time yeah, it was very, it's very pure and like the anxieties that they have are just like classic teen anxieties. I don't know. It, the comics have a super different vibe than this movie, which is like very grim, dark, depression. Yeah, Everybody's hold on. <laughs> going through I it. Forget, I, I have to interrupt you because I just, I remembered something, but like the art, do you remember the, the artist Bob McLeod who helped design and yes, create all yes. these characters? Yeah. Like he, he, did got, that quote he about saw this movie. movie and he went to Twitter and he's like, I fucking hate that they ruined the new mutants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was really upset about they it. They also put a credit for Bob McLeod in there, but they spelled his name wrong. They He's like, also, wrong. there's somebody in here who's called Bo- Bob McLeod. I don't know who that is, but it's definitely not. Oh, I remember me. this. Now that you say that, I don't remember him saying the movie sucked, but I do oh, remember yeah, him he being was like, very... "Bro, you you got my name wrong." He wrote like a fucking paragraph about like how bad the like it all was, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, deserved." Yeah. Pretty deserved. I mean, if I had written those comics and then I watched this movie, I would be really, really sad. Yeah, I told my friend. I had a friend. I well, I have a friend who is uh, really into Nubians. Like, Ryan it's, has he's a friend. Obsessed. Everybody. I have one friend. They're all in this room. Uh, so basically, uh, there's this this my friend. He's like obsessed with the new mutants. Like really obsessed. And he was like, he hasn't seen the movie yet. And he was like, oh, yeah. So like, what what are they saying about it? I'm like. Well, Bob McLeod just fucking like threw it under the bus and like ran it over with the train. <laughs> so if that gives you any like idea of like how good it is, like, what it's like Jesus. It? I was like, I know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you should even. I feel like watching this movie if you actively like New Mutants is probably hard. It's unfortunate because I there's parts of this movie I do like. I like I am enjoying the scene where Sam and Roberto are like turning on and off on and off lights while raving and blowing each other. But whatever. So yeah, I actually liked it too. This was around where I started to like the movie for the next forty five minutes. Yeah, so. I mean, again, it's like it's like Silent Hill, where the first hour is like kind of good, and then it's or it like has what, enough where? good stuff in it that I was like, "Am I gonna like this movie?" I might like it. <laughs> I, although, if you're asking if you're gonna like a movie and it's an hour into the movie, that's a bad sign. So, you know. <laughs> but again, but again, twenty four minutes. I know. I know this because <laughs> I kept. I kept track because we're about to move into the scene where they're together in the showers. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's I, And I kept track. I'm like, we are seeing each other naked at 24 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Good job. Well, everybody has to have a nightmare courtesy of Danielle Moonstar. But first up is Sam Guthrie. Yeah. Sam Guthrie sees something in the laundry room. Well, first he fell spooky. asleep in the laundry room, which I'm like, okay, what? Oh, probably because he just blew Roberto. And so yeah, now it's like tired. that post-orgasm like, like post <laughs> He's tired, high. man. Yeah. It's just that post-coital high 
high. He's just in, having a little nap and he's waiting on his laundry. That's know. fine. So then he goes up to the washing machine and then like it bangs and it's all scary. And then he has this flashback of himself working in the mines. And then he like dramatically walks through the mine shaft. And there's all these guys with pickaxes. And then he sees his father at the end and his father turns around and there's blood on the wall. And then all the miners attack Sam. And then and he, he, well, then he freaks out and dives into like, he cannonballs into that dryer. Well, yeah, because which, he, he thinks he sees a hand. And then rebounds off it, which is funny. Yeah, that is really funny. I, <laughs> he, like, he like super balls back in the other direction. Maybe this is proof that he doesn't get hurt. I don't know. Maybe it is con- Well, also, he thinks he sees a hand inside the dryer or right, whatever. But, yeah. You know, yeah. But, it's but he doesn't spooky. actually. It's just an illusion that's caused by yeah. Jake. But, but they don't know that yet. Although it's very obvious, but they don't know yet. Well, I don't know, because later in the movie, it seems like Danny's powers can make things yes. feel very real. Or manifest them. I mean, that is also or manifest them directly. Like, yeah. that's what she, that is a, that's what she, that is like a really intense power. Like, oh yeah, it's cool as hell. I mean, yeah. I think it's cool. Her powers. It is. So just to clarify this really quick, she can't actually make illusions real but she can for at least a period of time in the comic books use psionic energy to make some illusions solid that's what i was referring to here i'm not saying she's a scarlet witch-esque character who can bend reality and turn someone's worst nightmare into actual reality although in this movie she kind of can do that and it's not really explained yeah, I mean, I think Daddy Millionaire in general in the comic books is a super fucking sweet character. Oh, yeah. Like she's, she's really and I, cool. I think uh, Blue Hunt does a good job at I like agree. being this version of Danny. For, I, for some reason, like uh, whatever reason, Danny is like probably the closest translation to a character in this entire film. But yeah, I I felt that way. Like she's I don't know she's she's got this sort of impulsive energy in the comics as well. She really hates Professor Xavier in the comics, by the way, which is super funny. <laughs> oh, I know. Me. She that never stops. By <laughs> so the way, Matt, Maddie's like, so we're already on board. Yeah, I loved it. I loved <laughs> yeah, she, it. She doesn't trust him at all. And also, it's kind of interesting because in the comics, Xavier's actually the villain in the first New Mutants thing. In this one, the big reveal is not. That they're there because Professor Xavier is recruiting them, which is what all of them think is happening. They're like, oh, right. oh maybe we're getting recruited to be the X-Men. Like, that would kind of explain this. But, of course, it's sinister. But right. in, in the comics, they are being recruited by Xavier. And Storm is the one who's training them. I mean, I think that's why that was the original adaptation for better Yeah, or worse. you're probably right about that. But um, Xavier is being possessed over time by the brood, and so he becomes oh, more and more whatever. evil. I mean, you know what? This is like yet another situation oh, in which Xavier is like possessed but... by something, which happens all the fucking time, by the way, <laughs> yeah. which is arguable. Like, is he really? He's like, I'm the world's greatest He's psychic, like, except I, I get possessed brood. like every fucking day. I'm and the world's greatest everyone. telepath, and I got hypnotized by a carnival guy. <laughs> He's like, you're the brood now. <laughs> yeah, so like all the stuff in the comics about Danny like having the nightmares and like affecting everybody, like all of that stuff is still there in the comics and she thinks Xavier's doing it to her and it's much more, I mean, well done, I would say. Whereas in I this agree, movie, yeah. I agree. They don't I wish, have I wish that. that was in here, but they probably couldn't do it because like Patrick well, Stewart was James done. James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart to do it because those okay, guys no, wait, are too but James expensive. McAvoy was supposed to be in this film, remember? Was he? Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. Oh, Oh my god Man, this movie got rewritten and re-edited a lot of times no wonder it's it? like what it is now anyway so now we're gonna get to the sexy shot of stream where first magic is walking out and just to tell she like slams into a fucking danny moonster she's like oops 
Oops. And it's like, I was waiting for it to like rip off Danny's towel and like also slap her ass. Like that yeah. level of like, this mean is a girl, weird, like, but it's like kind of a porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's yeah, exactly it was what I'm kind of say. a gym class. We just played football scenario. Yeah. Right. right. Where, it was really that. And then, so that's when we get into your moment, Todd, where Rain and Danny are in the shower, like looking at each other naked. And it's like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. And this is where we find out that Danny Moonstar is the stupidest person alive. Yes. Like she <laughs> she sees she sees the W mark on Rain's shoulder. That's yes. like clearly right? like been seared into her. And she's like, what? What's that about? And I'm like, oh my God. Don't Use your fucking brain for five this. seconds. Also, don't Danny. Ask. Like, yeah, how about that? Ask. And Rain is like, I don't want to talk about it. And then like leaves, and it's really fucking awkward. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Of Although, however, however, believable for teenagers. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, well, yeah. because Danny's initial thing, she's like, oh, that's really extreme body art. Like a tattoo wasn't enough. That's what she actually says. Yes. And I'm like, please listen to the words coming out of your mouth for five <laughs> seconds. Danny. Yeah. And also like maybe put together the context of what little of Rain's life you do know about so far and think maybe this right. wasn't her like, idea. How about not say th- like, this is but again, I buy yeah, it. They're I, I teenagers. Still, like, this like, is the kind of shit that we would have said like i'm sure i would walk up to somebody and see that like that like i don't know like something was off about them and like what's wrong with your weird ass haircut (laughs) i also kind of bought it because like they're both queer they're both like checking each other out in the shower and like danny's like trying to check her out but like make it not weird that she is so she's like i'll come like i'm not i'm not checking out yeah Uh, i'm not checking out your uh your your cooch i'm looking at that wolf tattoo what's up with that literal fucking brand i don't know I liked it I, as awkward as it was. It's it's on like, yes, it is exactly how teens would act, but it's exactly how teens would act because teens are dumb. Mm-hmm. Right. And also right? the like, actors that's- are 25. So that part of it does make it kind of weird where it's like, how it's old a little weird. are they supposed to be? I, I, you know what? That's a great fucking question. But then then it goes to Sam, who's also naked. And this is where we see that he's beating the shit out of himself. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. beating the shit out of himself. So I think like with his powers, yeah. yeah, he's doing it with his powers, which is but, but but here's the thing is that he's not going into full cannibal mode. This is like a version of cannibal that can control like parts of his body doing it and beats the shit out of his body. Yeah, he's like Falcon punching himself. Right. And this, I think That's- I think your theory checks out because like if the rest of his body isn't in cannibal form, that means it's in, not invulnerable. So if he's hitting so himself maybe he with the is actually invulnerable. I don't. I guess like if he wants to be. Can I mean, he. Be? I don't know. He rebounds off the concrete. Yeah. Ground. Yeah. In that one scene and comes off and it's just like, oh, that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But then he like this is the scene where we realize that gigantic shiner and broken arm he gave himself is not because Because he's practicing his powers. He rebounded off the ground. It's because yeah. he did it to himself. Yeah. Like he is self-harming. Well, he killed a whole bunch of people in a mine. Yeah. He's feeling pretty bad about yeah. it. Well, it's kind of like this this movie really went in on the kids are the, the kids nowadays are really aware of mental illness, right? right. So we're going to talk about all of the the really dark mental illness shit they do. Like Danny's going to consider killing himself. Yeah, like, I mean that really goes from zero to and, eleven repeatedly in this movie. Yeah, Sam is hurting himself, and yeah, Rain had a literal brand put on her shoulder. Now they're all Rain's locked like, up in this asylum together because they're just too now they're crazy. all together. Ileana's talking to a puppet. Like it's like okay, now this is this is where we cut to the rec room. By the way, which is where we finally get to see that moment, Todd, where Rain is watching Buffy. <laughs> where we. We it, it goes immediately, immediately from like the sexy from, shower scene to this. 
<laughs> well, actually, no, we, we skipped one thing that's very important is that they did the like yoga oh scene. Oh my or god, whatever. I forgot about that. It's oh, like crazy. Where Cecilia it's is like doing tenet- like her. Okay, this is not how like <laughs> any kind of meditation situation goes where it goes. It's so dumb. Okay, it's like just the most of them sitting there while Cecilia repeatedly goes for 10 minutes going, Control. 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 Like, like, oh, God, it's the as worst. Somebody who meditates and like does yoga, I'm like, this is not this a thing is... that we fucking do. I mean, sometimes we say like a thing and then you meditate on it silently. <laughs> also, you don't like, say, that wouldn't work. And the, they're not even like controlling anything either. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? This is just. They're I just, just trying to control not being mutants anymore. They're just saying the yeah. word control so that they can stop being so gay. If <laughs> I only know. That would this work. is this is her doing Emma's relax, let it flow, relax, yes. let it flow from imagine, Gen imagine, X, actually. Imagine playing with yourself, Kurt, like, whatever it is. <laughs> that scene was better than this. Just it really it was, although there. I did like that Ilyana looked so fucking annoyed by all this. I was like, okay. Because, yeah. uh, what's her name? She leaves, actually, doesn't she? I like, she so, just gets yeah. up and walks out the door. Rain is, like, taking it super seriously. Like, Rain is like, I have to stop being so gay. Like, some of, it's like a illustrative <laughs> yeah. moment for each of them in terms of right. how they're taking it. Well, and Danny brings it up later, mm-hmm. like at the very end of the movie she when does. she's like, like really asserting her. control over the bear. She's like, she control. I, I, I hated that. I was like, I don't feel like that yeah, was I a wasn't, good lesson though. Like, yeah, whatever. This is like, like a cloaky level of a lesson there. That's what's happening. Yeah. Be in control. Yeah. Be in control for later on when you're like gonna like have to kill somebody. It's like what? If I was a mutant with a power that was causing everybody lethal distress, I would just get it under control. Yeah, I would simply stop <laughs> giving everyone nightmares. You're right, guys. I, you know what? My depression and anxiety. I'm just like I'm just gonna have control of it by saying control repeatedly. Done. I don't have anxiety or depression <laughs> anymore. I said control. I went outside and took a walk and my depression was cured. I wish that was what it is, although that does help me feel better. <laughs> okay, so they're wa- Rain's watching the makeout scene between Buffy and Willow after the shower scene. Oh my God, it's Willow and Tara. The idea of oh, Buffy wait, and right, Willow making right. out was so well, okay, I guess wow. it's questionable because isn't it in the comic books? Doesn't Buffy like turn out to be like uh, like pansexual oh, or something? Probably. I don't like know. The, comic, the comic books that do the like season eight stuff just went. They get real weird massively off the rails by like a thousand miles i know I, yeah. well, I watched i read like half of it and i was like i don't know what's happening anymore all right anyway so this is when we get to more racism where magic's eating some buffalo wings she turns around which i don't know where they got buffalo wings it's like she has like literal takeout but she's like we yeah can't. how did she get okay, the takeout maybe That's maybe really maybe, maybe magic did teleport to the town and got the got herself takeout and they came back <laughs> okay that's actually hilarious. i mean i don't I don't want to sound like a jerk, but you can make buffalo wings at home, guys. I've done it. But isn't it? Doesn't she have it in <laughs> like mean, a takeout container? Do you though? think well, any of these people say it's like like Roberto can cook? Like it seems like Roberto's the only one who I knows guess how. We could give Roberto the credit and be like, maybe he made buffalo wings for Ileana. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, anyway, somebody made them. Maybe it was Roberto. Maybe it was somebody who was teleported to. So who? What does Ileana say here? She makes a Standing Rock reference. I uh, think I remember this. She's like. Your your people, your people like killing buffalo, right, oh. or something like that. No, no. She goes, "Hey, Standing Rock, you yep. want a buffalo wing? You people love buffalo, don't you?" And then Sam goes, "Illy, will you like fucking stop?" Like, yes. and yeah. Danny, finally. And this is when Danny does stand up to her. She goes, "No, it's okay, Standing Rock. That's a good one. More original than Pocahontas. Huge in fifth grade. You don't scare me. My dad told me about bitches like you, and I was like." I did kind of, I mean, I hate that there's racism in here, but I do like that Tony is like, my dad told me that some racist assholes are going to be out there and just like, just fucking like stand up and punch them in the face. And it's like, okay, yeah. 
Not a bad lesson. And that <laughs> like, is what happens. I mean, she tries to attack her. It's deeply funny, coincidentally, that Ilyana's just like, oh, your people hunted all the buffalo. And it's like, no, dumbass, white people yeah, hunted all like, the buffalo. Yeah, you're like not even right. <laughs> I don't, okay, also, it makes no sense for Ileana to know all of these specific references. Like, she's not from America. Like, I, okay, maybe yeah, she's you know extremely she from well Russia. educated in, like, various race, racial epithets that you could say, but, like... She is not from here. Like, why does she know about I, Standing Rock? I, I, like, or I care. Was, I don't know. Like, why does she care? Like, what? It's such a weird choice for them to be like, the Russian character is going to have a lot of really specific racist shit to say about an indigenous American character. Like, why? I don't, so I don't know. I don't know. And then it gets worse because then Magic's like, why did you show me on my Lockheed puppet where daddy touched you? And it's like, why? Yeah, like she leaps immediately to a child abuse joke, which, which is just I me going. Which I makes sense for her backstory. Why? So okay, so but... here's the problem though, is that like <laughs> that, they, have, they wanted somebody to be like the mean girl and they're like, well, in the comic books, Ileana is the one that's like the tough, like goth badass one. But like, not because she's a mean bully because Ileana cares a lot about these people, but she's also like, very like co- like confident and courageous and like badass but like yeah like there she cares about girl. people she like doesn't like she'll, she'll kill people because she'll be like okay fucking let's go kill some like assholes i'm down but like so would rogue you know like mm-hmm. but rogue's not portrayed this way you know I don't, I don't know, know why they felt they needed a mean girl, honestly. They needed someone to be, like, they needed the teen movie tropes. They did, they did. Right? Why? They needed the mean girl. I don't Because that's like just it. how, which is why I was thinking about The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Because it's the same deal, right? Like, they You're needed right. all of the archetypes. But they don't successfully tie them together and make all of them like each other at the end. Like, that's the landing that you have to stick, and they don't. Well, but see, like, even if you look at uh, who all the new mutants turn out to be in the comic books, like, I guess... If they want to choose Sony to be a mean girl, it would, I guess, Ileana is the only way they could go because, like, Magma and Karma and Boom Boom and, like, Richter Karma is, would like, not... kind of the mean girl at the very beginning, but it's because she's, like, traumatized. And, I mean, that's kind of what they're trying to do with Ileana here, but I, I don't... Guess, I just don't think like, they But they don't earn it. They don't, they don't earn, earn it. it. You could be like, I mean, is this a stand-in for Karma? But the fucking Josh Boom was like, Karma's gonna be in the second movie. And I was like, what? And then what? <laughs> what? All right, yeah. anyway, so then, then Danny takes Lockheed and Magic loses her shit. And mm-hmm, Danny says, you keep a lid on that mouth, bitch. You don't know anything about me. And Elias. Oh, actually, she Danny says, okay, this was really funny to me because I find the stupidest shit funny. Danny says, keep my father's name out of your mouth, bitch. And I'm like, she didn't say his yeah. name, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know his name, Danny. Well, maybe Danny only knows her dad's name as daddy and like yeah. never knew what his real name was. <laughs> Her father's name actually is father. I mean, I know that she meant it metaphorically, right? Like, don't talk about my dad. But it was just really funny that she says, keep my dad's name out of your mouth. And she yeah, didn't like, say Yeah, like, why didn't true. she just say, don't you dare talk about my dad? Like, she could just yeah. say that. Like, it's just bad writing. I don't know. Script's not good, folks. And not then, like, script. Magic says, do you know anything? 16 years old and you don't even know your power. And then now, mm. now they start screaming and pushing each other out. Like, it's like full on, wow! And they, like, start <laughs> fighting. And everybody stands there and watches this they're like i know what the, is the boys don't even intervene and like try to well, show them apart or do they eventually i don't even know it's anymore. because Ilyana escalates very quickly and she uses her powers it right? takes a matter of seconds before she just literally busts yeah. out the soul sword and <laughs> attempts to kill her yeah. yeah i mean it goes so fast and then cecilia's like what the fuck and, and magic's <laughs> like oh i was just testing to see if her power was an invulnerability and it's like 
<laughs> yeah, the only reason that they don't die here, or at least that Danielle doesn't die, is because Cecilia Reyes shows up, uses her powers, reveals she has them, which is the the same kind force of force field, field that we stuff. saw around yeah. the house before. So we know it's her doing. Okay, not but that they, we they don't it. seem to piece that together at any point in this movie. Because even when the force field goes down, they're like, wow, the force field's magically gone. I'm like, yeah, because yeah, Cecilia is really dead. Stupid. They really only figure it out pretty much right as they finish her off. Yeah. Right. At the end of the movie. So like they fin- they figure it out eight minutes before the movie it's is so over. It's so weird because it's like they could kill her any time. Like they could. I mean, I get that they wouldn't want to just kill someone. They're all already really guilty about killing someone. It's like how they ended up in the situation that they're in. So I guess that's why Cecilia Reyes is safe on some level. But yeah, I mean, her death is the only way to get rid of the force fields. So for the record, Cecilia runs into the room like out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. As in, she was she was in her creepy like camera room, single white female room, watching them like, all. And there was like an earlier scene where we see Cecilia like just sitting there looking at every camera that Mister Sinister yep. has set up in this place. Again, Arkham Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah. but I, I love the idea that she like had to run through like a clue secret passage <laughs> to get down there in time. It was magic with the soul sword in the rec room. <laughs> <laughs> which like why there's why is this place even big only five people live in it there is actually i think there is a reason that it's so big but you don't they never tell you they just imply it and it doesn't happen until way later in the movie when danny's get drugged yeah and start seeing people's yeah, memories i guess but is that supposed to be in the same place is it Yes, I think it is supposed to be in the same place. Oh. I figured it was a different place, but you could be right. I I truly don't know. Anyway, I guess we'll get there in six hours. Um, until then, <laughs> uh, I don't know what scene is. She feels like you all have to go to bed, and so she locks them up into oh okay. solitary. She sends Danny and Illy to but solitary. Solitary mm-hmm. looks exactly like the bedroom, That's so I don't what know what doing. the fuck yes. the difference is. And. Their cells are right next to each other. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't know because she can hear. Danny can hear Ariana through the wall. I'm like, this is the worst solitary confinement I can possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah, fucking, they could be talking through the wall, right. dumbass. And then fucking Danny hears magic being like, it's okay, Lockheed. Don't be scared. We're gonna go to our special place. And they hear like, a dude, and she like disappears. I don't know. So and then. <laughs> But then just like a weird, like, I don't, I don't know. It goes to magic and we see a flashback of Ileana in her bed and there's like weird Russian music playing and this like yeah. weird demon man covered in like demon tattoos like walks on over. It's Slenderman. It's Slenderman. Let's, let's call it what it is. It's like Slenderman it's Slender with Man. A, like a happy face mask on and she just pulls like the covers over her head and disappears and the guy's like genuinely confused. Like mm-hmm. that's what happens. Like that actually tricks Slenderman, it turns out. If you pull yeah. your covers Slenderman, up. But, but a moron. Yeah, I guess I mean, that's like, the... <laughs> Slenderman. I, well, well, girl, gosh, she could. She was here just a second ago. Good job, Russian Slenderman. You did yeah, it. Yeah, Russian. There's a bunch of Russian Slendermen, and they're all really stupid. Thank God. Okay, we'll get to that. When we get there. So let's like talk about this. So now Danny wakes up, and it's snowing in her room, but the snow is also blood, and the blood actually oh, yeah, shows that's right. up on her when she wakes up. She has like a yeah. demon bear dream where she sees a demon bear in the and sky. And then Cecilia opens a door. She just sees Danny covered, covered in, in drenched blood. blood, and Cecilia's like. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> she says that, but Danny is also like, um, I think something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. this is why we like Cecilia gets an email from Mr. Sister. And it's like, 
collect me more samples, Cecilia. And I was like, what? Who is this? And then like goes, oh, he specifically requests blood samples. He which does. Is he funny. does. I'm and like, it's well, like, we're like, oh my God. There you go. It was, this is coming from the Essex Corporation. But then, then it's like, is it Mr. Sinister emailing her? But like, it is because he signs it with a fucking red diamond, which is he really does. funny. He does. He does. I, it's I so dramatic. Sad he doesn't show up at the it's end. So like, hilarious. It's for the best that he doesn't show up, but. Like uh, it just reminds me of like those stories Katie and I wrote for Warcraft Valley, where basically like all the characters had like online live journals, including Mister Sinister, who would like <laughs> loudly announce what his like battle plans would be, and then like stream like, it. And I was like, journal, yeah. it's like Mister Sinister gonna quickly, Mister Sinister is going to quickly send like an email, being like, I'm gonna kill you all, but like after you get me samples, like. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny to picture Mr. Sinister writing all these emails. Like, it is genuinely very yeah, funny. I don't know what's going on. So then Cecilia does a blood draw, and she does this whole, like, thing about how her mother used to be a vet, and then she's like, did you know that baby rattlesnakes are more poisonous than the adult rattlesnakes? And Danny's like, no. And Cecilia's <laughs> like, well, that's all I've been talking about with that. Because then it goes to <laughs> Rain, who's confessing her sins at the chapel. Oh, hold on. Yeah. You're right. That scene is silly. silly. But Cecilia is something like, even the mutants we call heroes today. Yeah. Right? Is Because that story about the baby rattlesnake is the reason the baby rattlesnake is more dangerous is because they can't control how much venom they use. Right. So it's supposed and to be like, can. oh, you know, even the X-Men, even the mutants you like still had these moments where they kept accidentally killing people yeah. and they had to figure out she how to She doesn't stop. say X-Men, but the others do later in the movie. Yeah. Right. That's true. So, like, they're clearly invoking the X-Men. Also, the other note I had for the scene is, um, I'm a doctor too, lady. Like, she tries to re- yeah. <laughs> she tries to reassure Danny by saying, I'm a doctor, you know? And I'm like, yeah, so am I. Yeah, what, okay, Todd, from now on, whenever we have a problem, just be like, listen, I'm a doctor, don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, I will constantly tell people, like, they're like, oh my god, I want to call in sick to work. I'm like, do it. Yeah. I'm a doctor and I'm telling you to do yeah, it. Yeah, give people a doctor's note. It hey, Todd, sense. can you write me some, like, get out of, like, jail notes there? Like, <laughs> View, viewed individually, every statement in that sentence is true. It's when you connect them that problems happen. <laughs> uh, all right, so wait, hold on. Now we're going to reign in the chapel, In the right? confession booth Oh, in the she's chapel, playing the gay away. Alone. Yeah. There is not a priest to confess to. She is just confessing in the booth all by herself. And she says, I masturbated twice in my I notice, girl, you're talking to an empty confessional. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's actually masturbating in the confessional right now. It made me sad. I was like, only twice? Like, come on. Like, love yourself yeah, more. Wow. Yeah. Because she hates yeah. herself. That's some impressive restraint. Yeah, man. I know. But she hates herself. Then she starts like shaking around inside yeah, there. Yeah, she gets like, weird. Like, she hears the reverend's voice and yes. she like screams and runs out of the church and she goes, demons can't come into churches. Demons can't come into churches. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my note for that. And I need to say this because this joke is stupid, but I don't want it to die in my text file of notes. I have demons can't come in churches and like they can if you work the shaft of balls. (laughs) (laughs) Demons can't come in churches. That sounds like a quitter's attitude to me. (laughs) So, so true. Um, Is the next scene the lie detector scene? I don't know. Uh, Almost. Yes, it is. First, we have Denny's going to visit Rain. And that's when Sam, Roberto, and Elena are, are running by, and they're, you know, Dana's like, "Where are you going?" And they're like, "Oh, Cecilia's asleep, so we're going up to." And Eliana's like, "It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're asleep. not invited." And everyone's like, "But she is, though." I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up, Eliana!" <laughs> like, yeah. it's like funny to me that like they're posing like this Mean Girls thing 
on her. But if you watch a Mean Girls, like people are afraid of the Mean Girl, right? And like they all do what the Mean Girl wants. But in this, they're like, shut up, Ileana. Like nobody even cares what you're saying. Like, I mean, I guess that part is kind of realistic. I mean, now we're steadily in the part of the movie where I was kind of having fun with it. And I was like, well, at least people are telling Ileana she's stupid and like not listening to her. <laughs> yeah, they're like, like, I, yeah, I like that shut better. the fuck up, Ileana. And so that's when. They go up to the attic, which said what they say. They say has no cameras, by the way. But like that's probably not which even is true. wrong. We find that out later. They're wrong. Yeah. There is a camera. In there. I wonder if Cecilia was like, oh, there's no cameras up there, so she could still like secretly watch them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or kids are morons. They're morons. That, they're yeah. all totally. <laughs> <morons>. <laughs> they keep on right up the attic. And they're like, this is the fuck room. Nobody can see us in here. <laughs> This is, mods are asleep this post does nudes have like a very i mean they're literally playing truth or dare but it's like with a lie detector the first thing roberto says is dare and Ileana's like you there isn't any dare. <laughs> yeah. we're using a I lie detector that was pretty funny I, it like, was funny i, it was I also funny. really like that like you know that he said dare because he was like come on dare me to kiss sam yeah dare i know kiss sam. i love okay. it i love it this scene like what they ask him is how many women he slept with and he has to repeat it. okay but it's lie. not they it's sam specifically asks this I know. sam sam's like i need to like this reminded me so much of like when i was like 13 14 and i had like some guy friends Little that like crushes. Would, like yeah but like we'd all like ask weird questions like that because like everybody also sort of wanted to like jerk off together too because it was like mm-hmm. it was like not that's what uh, what actually happened but like that was kind of the insinuation being made and so like or, or maybe it did maybe it didn't i don't remember anymore <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this but anyway so it's basically like you know sam this took a turn sam's like how many girls have you been with because i definitely want to know so i like i want to get like see you get turned on because I'm not turned up by you. I just want to hear about like all the hot girls. And it's like, what? It's Sunspot <laughs> response by going, I can't even remember. There's just been so many hot girls. I both rain and Eliana was like, no, he's literally lying. No. <laughs> and Sunspot says, Sunspot's like, well, fine. It was three. And then they look again. They still shake their heads. He's like, okay, it's been zero. Rain just shakes yeah, her head. It's really funny. And eventually he has to be like, I get too hot. I can't, I can't. Yeah, his explanation is I get too hot. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, it, yeah, I know he does actually get hot, but it also gets like, it's like, cause, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I just, I'm too straight for it. It's like, it's <laughs> him and Sam both like Sam asking the question yeah, I, and his responses to the question are both like the lady. Doth I know, and all the girls are like, why are we here? Like, yeah, you know, honestly, like, I think Cannibal is like right? giggling about it and still checking it out. And then, you know, Roberta gets really fucking like, uh, self-defensive and says you think it's funny your turn asshole so then they put Sam on the machine and they don't ask him anything yeah yeah. I think they cut something here Yeah, I, I think they had a scene here that they potentially filmed and it just didn't make it into the final cut of the movie because it's just him holding the coal and they're like wait why are you still holding that coal oh yeah and that's Sam's right they asked like, him about the know. coal and he's like oh my dad gave me this piece of coal because of reasons and it's like why and then they all yeah. talk about their various little artifacts that they carried with from their parents that they all accidentally killed yeah I mean except for Ileana right she oh no she's got fucking like well, she's got lucky yeah but there's a, no who doesn't have something it's fucking Roberto right right it's rain. rain doesn't. No, rain's got rain has her cross. Well, yeah, oh, yeah that's I right. Guess she doesn't talk about that's it true. in that type of way. But yeah, they all have like some type of object that they. He has around. something of his girlfriend's though. I think we see it some. Well, he's Roberto got a cell phone. Does? He does have a one picture of the one girl. Oh, he, he has a picture of her on his, on phone. his phone. That's what it is. It's right. important. His girlfriend is in Canada, and he killed her, but she was definitely. Real. <laughs> 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 we're okay. Not there. We're not there yet. So this my is, charcoal. Yeah, it's like it's badly photoshopped too. I don't know. <laughs> So then, then, then Ilya turns on. She's like, 
all right, Danny, now it's time for you to do truth. And Danny's like, okay, but I'm not in the machine. And Magic's like, I don't need to see you in the machine to know if you're lying or not. And it's I like, don't even know why Ileana, she said what that. What are you even saying here? And then she's like, tell me about the bear. And that's when Danny tells like this completely different story than she did from mm-hmm. earlier on. And then, okay, go, Maddie. Okay. This is your yeah. chance. Tell us about how stupid the story is. It is stupid. It's just a different stupid story. I didn't look up like the origins of this one. Sorry, everybody. But the story, the story is her father tells her to imagine her fears as being a bear. And like the bear starts out as a little tiny baby when you're born. But then you get more and more afraid as you grow up and find more things to be afraid of. And the bear gets bigger. And her little tiny baby bear necklace is supposed to remind her of how unafraid she was when she was a child and how the bear used to be really small and like capable of being defeated which is sort of an interesting story but it's also kind of not because it's like now the bear's really big though like what the fuck are you supposed yeah. to do yeah, I, and, I and don't like know. sam i think is the one who points that out like i think i think it's sam or maybe roberto who's like that's a pretty scary story to tell a kid yeah wouldn't wouldn't the bear be huge yeah, like, <laughs> why is this a good story this like, is not, not a good helpful. story i don't know it's not helpful and it directly contradicts the there are two yes. gay bears inside yes. you story from the beginning of the movie this is like this is the third other bear i don't know what this I is think like this bear i think this bear kind of makes sense because we're supposed to believe at least in this movie that the demon bear is a manifestation of danny's fears and right, that it's right. become real because it turns out she has a superpower where she makes things real and her dad didn't know that when he told her this <laughs> fucking story and he's regretting it now yeah. that he's dead. Good job, Adam Beach. Yeah, too, you too bad, dude. Uh, you didn't know, but that's that's what we're supposed to think is like, oh, this story didn't help her. It actually like seriously hurt her and killed her parents. Like, I don't know. That's really fucking sad though. Like, why is that the story? I don't know. I don't know. It's not very good. And this is, it's, it's Cecilia's listening to in on this, by the way, looking mm-hmm. at her, them through the video cameras Sinister and cameras. whatever. He, yeah. And isn't this a part where she, Ileana, like reveals that she? Oh, she killed, says she killed eighteen men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's she's hooked up to the yeah. polygraph, and Rain is just like she's telling the yeah. truth. Yeah, and everybody's freaked out. Yeah, and then she—that's when Celia looks at it. We hear Ileana screaming, "I'm the most powerful mutant here!" And it's like, yeah, probably, yeah. but why do you have to insert that here? I don't it's know. Also, yeah, who cares? <laughs> like, then leave. What? Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So then they're back to their meditation circle again, which they spent like half this movie in, and they're like, Cecilia's just like. I need to trust. We need to talk about trust. Okay. So I need to trust you all in order to send you to Mr. Sinister's later. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and, it and sounds- she's like, it's not Mr. Sinister's. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm going to let you assume it's Xavier, but it's not. Well, she says my superior, he will help you. So it's definitely, well, I guess he, she could have said, she- it's definitely a dude. I don't know. She sounds like a nun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I don't know. God will help you. Yeah. Like, why doesn't she say my boss or like, I don't know. Oh, whatever. Fucking knows. And I was about to say yeah. he, so therefore it was definitely Mr. Sinister, but then I realized Mr. Sinister is also a she sometimes. So it's kind of like she could have yeah. said anything, but I think you're supposed to think it's Xavier. I do think that's, I mean, I, I think so too. Oh I yeah. Think- she's clearly, she's clearly selling it as Xavier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's not who it right. is. But mm-hmm. she never says Xavier. So right. then right. Sam, Sam just finally is like, why can't we go home? And Cecilia's like, you can't go home because the police are out looking for you. And as soon as you go out, they're going to arrest you and kill you. Like, that's what I she thought this sucks. was weird because like in the previous scene, didn't Sam confess that he had like killed everybody in the mine? And like now in this next scene, he's like, I want to go home. And I was like, I thought you didn't want to go home because you killed everyone. Well, OK, but he's freaking out because he's seeing things. He's like, no, you are not listening to me. Things I'm seeing things that things are all right. And I'm just and Cecilia's like. You need to just like calm down. And he's like, fuck you. And he storms out. And Cecilia's <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck just happened? And like, Roberto goes chasing after him, by the way. Yeah, they're fucking. They're absolutely fucking. Yeah. 
This is Cecilia, by the way. This is where we start to see her doing that, like, grooming behavior, abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. Where she's like, if I hadn't found you and hadn't brought you here, you'd be dodging the police right now because they think you killed your dad. That works on all of them because all of them are technically, like, aware that something went horribly wrong when they left and, like, they saw some bodies and they're like, oh, I guess... I guess I'm really in trouble. I mean, they're all kind of. In and that it's position. funny that she brought Danny here, but the thing that starts to make Cecilia's entire control over the situation unravel, right, is Danny's power. Yes. Because people start seeing weird shit, and they're like, "Bro, I'm not sticking around for this. Let me out." <laughs> yeah, they're like, also, like, this- like, but sometimes they're seeing other people's weird shit, and they don't understand yeah, that. You know, which is yeah. kind of cool. I mean. For all that I don't like this movie, Danny's powers are cool enough that there's like almost a good movie here. And it yeah, sucks I mean, it's I not think good. this is one of the strengths of the movie right here is that they can yeah. like kind of utilize how Danny's powers are able to get through the bullshit that Cecilia is feeding them. I mean, yeah, I think there's some good stuff in this film. It's just, it's, I don't know, like it got edited out like the good stuff i, I don't I mean, really know I, I said this to you beforehand right i don't know if it was to you Chad. I, I was like i can understand the person who probably spent ages editing this and being like it's almost good like i feel like i would have had that experience <laughs> too with this movie because i'm having it now where i've like watched it and we're talking about it and i'm like i feel like there's a version of it that's good and that that's probably why i was in edits and reshoots for so long because they just kept trying to fix it but maybe it can't actually be done because yeah. like no matter what, you're stuck with some big problems. This movie is like the equivalent of of the boyfriend who's like, I can fix yes. it. Right. Yeah, it feels that way. If I just try hard enough and at some point you're just like, bro, just move no, over you need to let this relationship you know? go. Like it's, it's not working. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, just, it's really, it's bad. Uh, then it goes on to Ileana revealing that she spiked Cecilia's tea because now Cecilia's passed out because it, I think this this is interesting because like, Sam freaks out, leaves, and then Roberto goes chasing after her, and then Cecilia leaves, and this is after, like, Cecilia's like, trust us, and everyone's like, we are not giving a good reason to trust you. Why? Like, (laughs) and so Ileana's (laughs) reaction to that is to poison her, so she Mm -hmm. passes out. But, like, they just run around the halls partying, you know? But like, it's yeah, this didn't really quite work for me. By the way, this scene, I didn't feel like no, it was fully earned. I did. I don't really understand what the deal was. It was just like Ileana's now going to protect her friends, and it was like, what? Yeah, I didn't feel like they were friends yet. I was like, I don't think they like each other. I don't know. I mean, is this the reason why she hasn't teleported and left? Is that she's actually protecting these kids? I don't know. Or because she's lonely. I think Todd was right at the beginning, and he was like saying that you know she's lonely, she doesn't want to be alone, all that stuff. The fact that she could leave whenever she wants and hasn't, I think, is really proof that that she uh, yeah that she feels she feels like there's something there that she needs right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're totally. I right. also love two things happen. One, I can't. Remember, I think it's Sam who says this. What she's gonna do? Kick us out? And I'm like, good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, <laughs> I, I did like that. get in trouble. What's she gonna do? Make you leave? Yeah, she right? can't. You can be in solitary, but like that's already your whole fucking life anyway. So like, and we've cares? already determined that Cecilia's shit at putting people in solitary because they're literally right next to each other. Yeah, and so, also like they could teleport out of there anytime or use any of their powers. Honestly, like exactly. Like, what's a door is going to keep Roberto or Sam in there? Sure. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. And you know, Rain is clearly fucking solid snaking her way around <laughs> the entire building. Yeah, I mean, that's actually the next thing that happens, right? Is Rain shows uh, Danny the secret portal or well, party? Okay, I want to. So, like, a thing about Sam is that he has looked injured the whole movie. Yeah. 
And I noticed at this point that they make him look old. Yeah, really? I thought that like, too. Not, a, not in a bad way, but he like looks really kind of older and haggard. And they're constantly visually setting him up next to like milk-faced Roberto. Right. Yeah. And I actually thought it was kind of a cool visual thing for like, Sam is working class mm-hmm. and and has just been beaten down for a lot of his right. life. Like, you know, he has that conversation earlier with Roberto. He's like, I wasn't in the mines because I wanted to be in the mines. I was in the mines because we needed to eat. Yeah. yeah. And it was like the only job there was for him to do. So that was what yeah, he did. Yeah, and that's where Roberto's like, I'll loan you a million dollars line comes from. Right, right, right. And Roberto has Yay! clearly never had to lift a finger in his life. <laughs> except to cook. Yeah. Yeah, except Why to cook, I guess. Cook? And so anyway. Roberto looks like perfect and fresh-faced and fine. I it, I didn't think it was bad. Like, clearly it does kind of point out that Sam's actor is way older than being a teenager. Are. I mean, they all are. They're like, they're but they all 20s, are. Like, I know it's part of why it's but weird. I just, I just thought it was a, it was a weird, but cool thing where they like, they kind of set up Sam as this just hard scrabble guy. Yeah. I mean, a combination of his, of his background and the fact that he's hurting himself makes him look like just so haggard and old next to like baby face. Well, that's, that is on rich boy. They, Roberto they must've had a good makeup team. I don't know. I think the actor also just has, <laughs> I mean, it look. could just be that Sam's actor just I looks old like and haggard. All the time. Like he, he's just like one of those guys who just has like eye bags. I mean, so do I. So I feel like I can say this, but I like, mean, he I, just yeah, has... so do I, but I just put makeup on over that. And I'm like, just got to come. Now I need to go up. find a picture of his actor. Yeah. That's kind of just what his actor looks like. He just has a certain morose look at all oh, times. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like if you look at his wiki, it's Charlie Heaton. Yeah. And if you look at his Wikipedia page, he's he really kind of looks like somebody just punched him in the jaw. Wow. Whereas Roberto it's, looks like a male model. Like he right. I I mean, like in this movie, he's know. like literally chiseled abs and everything. It's so Oh, weird. he's British. That's wild. Oh yeah, I know. He's doing a southern accent. It's not very good, but he is doing um, one. it's better. No, I mean, I mean it's, it's terrible. Than Anna but Pack wins the southern accent. True, so there's that. That's a good point. That's a good That's point. a bar you could trip over. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't even trip over it because you can't even find the fucking bar. It's like down underneath the ground. Uh, Are we anyway, ready for some uh, graveyard makeouts yet? Is that what's next? Yes. Oh, yeah, well, first first they have the kids all sitting around together and Ileana's got Cecilia Reyes' lab coat on. She's like, I think you're this and this and like pretending to be Cecilia Reyes and everyone's laughing at her. Even Danny and her are getting along in this moment. Because now suddenly we all like Ileana. Yeah, I don't. I don't seconds. even know. Oh, that's that's why I had that line. I guess in my notes, Ily spikes her tea, and suddenly everyone's friends. Really, yeah, I know I that's what's going on. And they're, okay. they all think that uh, they're being trained for the X Men, and they think mm-hmm. that's. And they say this while Roberto's wheeling. Yeah, they actually bring up the X Men yeah. by yeah, name. Yeah, and Roberto is like also like wheeling himself around in a wheelchair. Like that's yes. happening when they say this, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're, that's intentional, and it's like supposed to call to mind Xavier and so on and so forth. Right, and yeah. so Rain, Rain's like, I want to show you something, Danny. So they leave, and I don't know remember Ileana goes. She just like leaves on her own, and then if, oh no, she and Robert. Oh, she goes off to swim because that's well, the she, setup for. She doesn't actually. That's though. not actually She's her. Just, but that's later. Well, that's the next scene. I don't so, really know so where she first, is. She just like fucking walks away because then Roberto's like, hey. Where do you think they're going? And Sam's like, I don't know, but we're all alone now. You know, like yeah. cue porn number two. Careless whisper starts up again. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple porns are happening concurrently. The first porn happens in the solid snake vents with Rain and Danny first, where Rain is like, there's secretly a way to get out, which like, I don't know why they need to use this way to get out. Couldn't they just walk out the front Danny's door? Danny's like, but- how do you know where you're going? And Rain's like, oh, I can see in the dark. And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> 
Why can't you smell your way around? That would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, but in her wolf form, she can see in the right? dark. Right? I'm going to look this so... up because now I'm questioning myself, but I'm pretty sure Wolfsbane can't see can't in see the, the dark. dark. Like, well, you I... tell me. I don't know. So then they, they go out to this graveyard, which I guess is still within the auspices of this, uh, this force field. So there's a graveyard. I think it's still inside the force field, but it's out of the building. Yeah, she's just a wolf lichen. She does, okay, wolves can't see in the dark. Well, they can probably see better in the dark than we can, right? Maybe it's because she's a lesbian and not because she's a wolf. Oh, <laughs> that's definitely what it is. Easy, so, oh, no, oh, now I'm looking this up, it says, wolves have a special light reflecting surface right behind the retina. It's ah. called the tapium lucidum that helps animals see better in the dark. When light go. enters the eye, it's supposed to hit a photoreceptor that transmits the information to the brain, which cats also yeah, have. Yeah, I thought wolves could see better in the dark than, yeah, and dogs can see too. Anyway, the girls go to the graveyard. They make out in the graveyard. It's really cute. I liked it. They do. It was, okay, so the reason that rain takes her out there is because it's about to rain. Oh my <laughs> Get god. It? I didn't Get even it? think about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so they lie on their back in the graveyard looking up. And what happens is when the rainstorm starts, the drops hit the dome. Yeah. So you see this like, like constant rippling orange gold pattern. It actually, it looks really cool. It is, does look really cool. It is the sort of thing that I'd be like, hey, bro, you want to go look at this for a while before I suck <laughs> yeah, your dick? Yeah, Rain has one move, and she's like, uh, maybe this will work. I don't know if this girl's gay, but if she's But it was not- definitely the bit where I'm just like, wait, so Rain is taking her outside because it's going to rain? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, oh. but this is also the part of the movie where it's like, I'm like, I feel like we're watching a weird indie sci-fi movie at this point. Like, what yeah, is I mean, that's yeah. The vibe of this movie is a weird indie sci-fi, like, romance slash... I, it, yeah. like it was horror i don't know it doesn't really know what it wants to be x-men and then in meanwhile in the background sam's admitting that you know when he worked at the mines he's telling roberta he's like when i work in the mines i got scared and you know he killed claustrophobic everybody. and a blasted and yeah. i killed everyone in my dad which is so sad like why did they yeah and then sam's that? like <laughs> roberto's response is like wow Sounds heavy, bro. <laughs> yeah, then Sam's like, it's really what he does. And then he's like, I'm gonna go fuck Eliana and walks out of the room. Well, first, yeah. first Cam's like, well, that's because Sam's like, well, what did you do? And Robert's like, nothing. Uh... I'm straight, and he leaves. <laughs> it is really blatant. Yeah, like yeah. I'm I like, you're a terrible boyfriend, Roberto. Yeah, I, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So then it goes back to Danny and Rain laying in the cemetery, and they're watching it even more. And then it goes mm-hmm. to. Roberto and he's lying on the couch now of this of him and his girlfriend. He's like, I Looking was definitely at the picture on his phone of his girlfriend. He turns died. to the camera, the actual camera, like Mr. Sanders' camera. He goes, I'm definitely masturbating to this girl right now, not because I'm thinking about Sam. <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. Sinister winks and he's like, I know. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sam is up in their room, like throwing out all of Roberto's stuff. Can't believe you said that to me. I, yeah. I, opened, my, I opened my heart to him about my dad. All he said was, dude, bro. I didn't want the shirt that he it's gave like me. Throwing, his, <laughs> throwing all the clothes he's gotten from him out the window, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> then then, he, then uh, Roberto hears somebody singing. So. He goes to the swimming pool and he says, Ileana, or at least, also, there's a swimming we- pool. This is like a nice place. Why yeah, I don't know who's pool? taking care of this swimming pool. Because by the I way, swimming know. pools are not easy to take care of. I know. Somebody's yeah, no, like those skimming this pool in their free time. There's a lot of chores. Like, this is a huge place. Anyway. It is. It is. By the way, this is at the Medfield State Hospital, which is a park that's a state park that's like 20 minutes away from my house. Oh, really? So, hmm. well, they did say it was 20 minutes from the nearest town in that town. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, town. are you telling me the nearest town? 
Tone is Nudic. <laughs> Apparently it is. Apparently uh, anyway, it well, is. yeah, I, I, that would be a good vlog for us to go do someday. Yeah, uh, you anyway. should go. You should go there. See if there's a force field. Um, yeah, I like, it's just like me vlogging and then walking into a falling down. <laughs> okay, thank you for the image of somebody holding up a phone camera while Ryan runs runs face first into <laughs> a force field and rebounds off of it. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, Katie and I will go. We'll make it a thing. Um, so anyway, Ileana's here, here swimming, and we're like, oh, okay, so Ileana's here. That's what we're made to think, but we're, as it turns out, it's not going to be her. She's naked. I don't know. Wait, I like, don't even know that, like, what's... It's like Danny's like horny outside for rain, so she's making everybody else's horny manifestations like come to life or something. I, well, I think it's because I think it's because this is what was happening with Roberto and his girlfriend when he killed her. Oh, right? Yeah. No, you're right. But like, why is Ileana here? Is my question. You know, uh, I yeah. guess because... maybe because if it looked like his actual girlfriend that he roasted to a crisp, he wouldn't get in the water with her. Uh, that's probably true. Okay. Well, yeah, anyway, you're so... probably right. Although it is kind of weird that like technically it's Danny manifesting a naked version of Ileana swimming around in the pool while she's making out with rain like that is a little weird okay so like is danny like also like fantasizing about that like i have so many questions here so then so then she's like oh yeah you can swim with me but you gotta catch me and he's like okay strips down to nothing and i was like this one was like okay roberta's kind of hot and i don't know like if this is okay because i don't like that idea and then i looked it up and i was like Ryan's oh thank god he's <laughs> he, he yeah. like, like, oh my god please like, no it's fine and he's like it's 27 fine. i'm fine. like thank it's god fine. it's fine my boner is fine the movie may continue <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> So they hop in. They're okay. Also, aliens like turn off all the lights and then come catch me. And I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" Like, I mean, I was kind of glad it turned out to not be her because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I mean, why? this this whole thing is supposed to be like a setup. This is the only actual thing that's a horror trope where. Like right. Rain and Danny Moonstar are making out and Roberto and uh, Ileana are about to fuck in the swimming pool. But then it turns out to be like a monster, you know, Roberto's determined to be the final girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah although I guess he wouldn't be. According well, first to this. There, there's other stuff that happens first because then Ileana tries to kiss uh, Roberto or fake Ileana does. And he pulls away and says, I'll get too hot. And he's like, you can't hurt me, but come and catch me anyway. And then that's when she goes under the water. And then like, he's like, Ileana, where are you? He screams her name 50 times. Like, and I hate when movies do this when somebody goes underwater and they're like, where are you? Can you hear me call your name? No, they're under fucking water. Water's transparent, dumbass. Yeah, why don't I mean, you just look? Like, <laughs> also, like, there's, I don't know why this happens at all. So this is why it's like, this is such a horror thing right now. And then she comes out, but she's no longer Ileana. She's some sort of like hellfire monster. That's I think like she's the girlfriend, the dead girlfriend. Who's yeah, been she's the girlfriend's charge. When, when you guys were asking me what's scary in this movie, I'm like, don't ask me. I don't think anything's scary. I but thought then this you might said this scene. You thought this. Scene I thought was this scary. would be freaky for you over the Slenderman. I guess, like, I don't know why. Uh, I I could see it. I I didn't actually feel like anything in this movie was too scary. I don't feel like personally. anything was scary. I felt like there it was were, still there were like some an X Men thing. Were like, like little jump scares that I was like, I don't really like jump scares. I think they're cheap and and boring. And like there are some yeah. jump scares in this scene, like the hand coming out of the water suddenly and grabbing him. I mean, like it's just classic. Well, that's like I don't know. I, I don't like jump scares either. And I thought this was scary, but it wasn't jump scare scary because you see the hand spooky. come out of the water like agonizingly slow that's yeah. true that's true Th then it's just like it grabs by the him. way roberta's still spinning around being like iliana and there's like a hand in the water you know <laughs> well his back is turned that's why he doesn't see the hand yeah and then it gets and i'm like so we get a lot opinion. of time to mentally acclimate to the idea that he's about to be attacked by by something girlfriend. and yeah. like 
anybody watching the movie has probably put two and two together at this point. Everyone else has killed somebody that was close to them. So clearly what happened to Roberto, if you know anything about his power, yeah. he which hasn't been revealed yet in the movie. Right. It's very, very clear from the context, him looking at the photo, like we get it. And then it hangs yeah. on the shot of her burning body for way too long and it gets funny. Or at least well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, first he like jumps out of the water. He's like going like, ah! and, and, and then you see her like, like tripping over like minutes. this burning body is like slowly making its way, up, but like, not, it's like tripping. It's like Ryan Pagella's <laughs> version of like somebody yeah. where it's just like tripping over like the fucking like pool chairs and shit. And he's like, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, I, we kind of glazed over this, but Rain and Danny are like hardcore making out, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going at yeah. it. This is, which is kind of cool. Complete like, with teen movie music in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was like digging the fact that there was a gay couple that was like straight up front and center like this. And I was like, great. And then so I think what happens here is that Rain jumps up and like we hear an alarm, but I don't think Danny does. I think we hear it because Rain can hear it. And I think, oh, oh yeah, I think because like she's that, like, actually. what's going on? And like, Rain goes, it's Roberto because she can, she, you can't even hear him screaming, but she can because she's got right, like dog she's ears. She's got wolf so. senses. Yeah. And there is like a fraction of when the mutant alarm starts going off. Yeah. There's like a fraction of a second of a shot of Cecilia asleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Just in her control room you. so that we know control. the alarm is real. <laughs> control. Control. <laughs> Is this going to be like yeah. the next Mutant Ages t-shirt? Control. <laughs> Control. Yeah, so they all run back in. They find Roberto. Cecilia gets really fucking mad at them. I don't remember when she wakes up, but she does Well, it's like point. it's here because the mute alarm is going off because it's a fire alarm. And she wakes up and she comes running out. She's like, what the fuck? And she sees not a fiery person, but she just sees that Roberto is completely on fire. It's yeah, him that's on actually on fire. fire. He's, there yes. was no girl. It's him that's okay, on fire. <laughs> thing that she does is really funny. I thought this was funny too. Was she like, grabs a broom and shoves him, him into the pool. <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, I can't believe that worked. And also like, now they have to clean the pool again. But the cool thing that happens about it is though, is that when the, when the smoke clears, like when the steam is clear, yeah. you look down, you realize Roberto vaporized the entire pool. Right. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. He's standing too. in an empty pool. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I thought that was really cool too. And like, kind of gave us a look into how hot he really gets, which yeah. what does it say for him? Let's look this up. How hot, or like, let's look up Sunspot. <laughs> Please don't Google how hot is Roberto. <laughs> yeah. Like that's I mean, we need that's to not going to end the way you want, science. bro. I mean, we I don't know. To. I want to see if it well, says. Well, actually it might now that I think about it. <laughs> like, does it say how hot can he get? I'm sure it does somewhere. Uh, it's probably something like quote the surface of the sun given his yeah name, I would you know what, is, that would be my guess spot. too my guess too but it doesn't it does not say I think you're right though pretty fucking hot yeah he's he is pretty hot you're right okay so he evaporates the pool and then Ileana walks in and she's like what's happening here and like right. and that's when Roberta's like you were here with me and everyone's just like uh no, no. and so now <laughs> so now Roberto grabs Cecilia's phone and he's trying to fucking leave he's like he's like I'll call the police and they're like <laughs> Cecilia's like you can't you're not well give me the phone like this is again like that like I'm like the person that is uh, manipulating you and also like mm -hmm. yeah she's, you. she's gaslighting them a little bit yeah oh yeah she's like you're not well and you know that's when Roberto's like says who and Cecilia's like says your doctor and then Ileana's like bullshit you're not a doctor and I like I actually did like this line here where Ileana says I've known little men like you locking kids in cages and I'm not afraid of you and I was mm -hmm. like damn it's a good line she is the character who can leave though but, but the yeah. reason that Ileana yeah, know, right? is feeling 
Well, Ugana's feeling really defiant because she's figured out what's happening. Right. Right. For some reason. We, we the viewer, in theory, haven't, but... But we yeah. have no idea why Eliana has figured out what's happening, but she's figured out what's happening. I think she's mm-hmm. piecing it together. I don't know. And then Cecilia's like, and you, I know what you did to me, and you're going to help the others clean up the mess. And Eliana's like, yeah, fuck you. And Cecilia just like throws her to isolation. That's when Eliana's like, you can't put me in here. Don't isolate me. And I was like, then just leave, Eliana. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. you can. You can yeah. literally go to another dimension. Like, what? I don't even know what your problem is. Like, whatever. So, I mean, she does repeatedly go. go. I know, like, seriously. Dimensions. And then the next day, Cecilia's like, we're going to do more tests on Danny. And this is the one where she, like, pumps her full of chemicals or whatever to, like. Oh, yeah, that's right. That does happen in between. Yeah, just to see if it does anything, just for fun. Yeah. Right. And so, by the way, Ileana's still in isolation or whatever. Solitary. And so now, Danny, this is what I. I think they did well with the movie because in the comic books, Danny does have this ability to sort of bring like manifest things into reality and also real like manifest people's dreams to reality. But like Danny is also a little psychic. Like she can like mm-hmm. see into other people's minds, but she can also like kind of fears. Like that's right. how it starts for her when she's young is she can only see people's fears. Right. But then eventually she can also like do this whole like touch. Like I can see mm-hmm. what's happened here in this room before. Like, you know, psychometry. She has a yeah, she yeah. Has, well, she has a bunch of different stuff. I think she's a really like interesting take on that stuff where, you know, like it's just different. I liked this scene because, okay, so this is important. Cecilia gets an email from sinister the previous night. Right. Yeah. After this is all gone down. That's just like, the basically reads, we're interested, go farther, yeah. like get more samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cecilia basically drugs her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's supposed to be like truth serum, like phenobarbital, or if she just like makes her more suggestive or what. Yeah. But the result is that Danny starts seeing people's memories of like the building. Yeah, that's which yes. I think is, and I think that's so cool. I think you, you nailed what I was trying to say, what they, did well in this is that they were able to show that and like kind of make it obvious that's what she was seeing and i think that's I think a hard thing to do right todd that it must be the actual same building because that's the only way it makes sense with danny's powers now that i'm thinking about it i mean i sort of thought the, um, originally i interpreted it as that she saw cecilia's memories of seeing that's what i had thought it was it as could well. be but i think cecilia's memories are of this play. Yeah, right. I, think, no, I think. Well, plus, think okay, right. so I watched all the way to the end of the credits mm-hmm. to make sure that there was no credit scene. And in the end, they mention footage from Logan. Oh. oh well, because and I think Logan, the footage from Logan is the footage that they show of kids in this building. Right. Oh my God, I think you're right. Because that's a thing that happens in Logan. Like the right? part where they're showing like the kids like doing psychic stuff and then getting shocked and dragged around. I think that literally was the same footage. I don't think they got yeah. new footage. Yeah. Well, because they were doing, they only had six actors apparently. I don't know why they only had six actors. <laughs> but they only had six actors. I don't know because fucking what's his name that was like producing all these movies was like, oh, I'm going to make like 20 more X-Men movies, right? Like, <laughs> What was his plan? If it's a Fox movie referencing a Fox movie, it's cheap. Oh yeah. my God. Okay, true. Like they don't have to pay a lot for it. But the other thing that is cool about this is that every time Danny has one of those memories, we see it like we're watching somebody watching a tape on an old CRT TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that kind of glassy, faded visual effect. And after she has those memories and it cuts back to Danny, we see Danny in third person through the same filter. Yeah. I think that yeah. was so we cool. see Danny like seeing herself that way. It's 
It's this is visually this is one of the coolest scenes of the oh, movie. Yeah. I agree. I thought, it was, really I thought cool. it was super cool. I thought they did Danny's powers really well. Plot wise, it makes no fucking sense, but visually, it's really cool. And I, I was also sort of willing to come along with it because it's like, well, Danny's it's how she's her powers are manifesting, and also she's realizing she's being experimented on. So in that sense, her seeing herself as part of the vision does make a certain kind of sense in her own mind. Right, I totally yeah, agree. it's just visual language of film shit, I guess. Right, and uh, meanwhile, she's making Ileana slowly, yeah. like, but, like, not quite to the same level that it has with some of the others yet at this point. Ileana's in the, uh, in isolation. The door just opens, and she's like, what the fuck? And then it opens all the way, and there's, like, spray-painted on the walls, like, a smiley man. A slender man, yeah. A smiley yeah. slender man again. And then Rain has her whole. Okay, this is like well. this is fucking. Of course, but they had to have it happen to her. This is like in awful, the shower, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Rain hears somebody come into the shower. She's like, "Hello, who's there?" And then she's like, "Cecilia." And then, then she sees the priest come around the corner, and she's like, "You're not real. You cannot be real." And he and she starts, says, "I killed you. That's why right. you can't be real." Yeah. And then he re- yeah. reveals his face torn up, like yeah. it had been clawed apart. And he starts screaming at her that she's a demon, and he pulls out another thing a to w brand her. Brand. He's holding the brand. Yeah, throws yeah. her on the ground and brands her neck. And we're like, "What is happening?" We hear screaming, and then like, this is probably the funniest scene in the whole fucking movie, by the way, because like the door slowly opens to show Ileana just standing there looking like really dark, and she's like, <laughs> "What's happening?" And then she holds up the Lockheed puppet really slowly, and then she whispers, "It's her." Yeah, as as Lockheed, she's like, <laughs> "It's her," and I laughed so hard, and I was like, it "What was, is going on?" It was on? really, really discount horror movie shit. It was. It was like it really it was. was. Really I was funny. like, "Okay, was this dumb. is a budget of zero dollars at this point." Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is the Reverend branding her, and she starts howling like a wolf, and everybody goes running out. They're like, "What the fuck's happening?" Wolfsbane is now running around as a wolf and Cecilia's like, everybody get the fuck out of the way. And she turns back into a human. She's been branded on the neck. And then yeah, the brand like, like worked. Like now yeah, it's we're real. realizing that the visions are not just visions. They can create actual shit. In right. And Rupert's like, this shit is real. Yeah. And Danny's like, what? Danny literally screams over the top. What happened to I was like, crush. I, I don't know why the acting in this particular scene was so uh, like so, so crazy. It was way like, over the top. Oh, yeah. And Magic's know. like, you happened. And then she, Mean Girl, yeah. literally Mean Girl struts over. She's like, it's Danny. It's all Danny. <laughs> you brought this evil here. I know your power, new girl. Let me show you mine. And then she like turns her hand into the soul sword. And she grabs Danny and throws her into limbo temporarily, and everyone's just screaming. And then, like, <laughs> Danny grows a little smiley Slenderman mask on her face, and Eliana screams and falls backwards to Cecilia, who just straight up, like, drugs her. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, Cecilia just, like, pulls a syringe out of her ass and, like, quickly sticks it. It's very <laughs> Mr. Sinister sticks style. sticks it in Eliana's neck and is like, okay, this is over now. Everybody's getting drugged. Yeah. Everybody's going to bed. And then Eliana dramatically is like, she's in. She's going to kill us all. And I was like, okay, I did Josh Boone watch like a shitload of 80s horror movies, but like not take away what was good about them? Like (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's not not what he did. Uh, Danny and Ileana have this little scene together. Uh, Ileana drops Lockheed because she's fallen asleep. So then the next scene is Danny going into Ileana's room. 
And we see that Ileana's drawing like this crazy fucking crayon drawing that's like her being attacked by several Slenderman. Yeah, but she doesn't reveal it until the end, right? Yeah. She tells her little backstory here. But also like the crayons around her are moving around back Oh yeah, and forth. they're like, they're rocking back and forth. Right. Which I don't see how that I don't get it. Like, possible. I don't know what's happening. I think, but it's- okay, so my theory here is that because she has a portal to hell, like, yeah. it's like she's, like, whenever you're near Ileana, it's like being near a portal. So it's like, you're okay. constantly getting sucked in, but also getting pushed out at the same time. It's just you know? kind of dumb because it makes it look like she has telekinesis or something, but like that's not her power. And they're really does not. doing yeah. enough confusion. I mean, they're not doing a good job are. explaining anything about Ileana in this movie at any point in time. Like everybody else explains their shit, but Ileana just keeps on screaming like I buried this. <laughs> and we're like, OK, but what is this? What is I it? No. And also her backstory, which I think this is the scene where she explains it insofar as it gets explained at all right? right yeah where i interpreted this as she was some kind of child sex slave like i didn't know how else that to take was it. sort of my interpretation also yeah. okay i went in a different direction okay. than this entirely go ahead I, so I, I think the slender men are actually demons me too i think that's because okay. that's what i came to because i at first i thought the same thing because i was like it feels like she's been sexually assaulted repeatedly but then i was like but why do they look like this? Because everyone right. else's manifestations look totally different. And this, they like are actual demons that are covered in these, mm-hmm. like these, they're very tall and slender. There's multiple of them. They all look the same. They have like, they're covered in tattoos. And this second time I was watching it, they're like purposely supposed to be sort of like these, not pagan, but uh, like very ritualistic tattoos that are covering them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, like, whoa, probably yeah like, right? like 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 the fake version of sat- satanic like yeah, rituals yeah, yeah. that's what it yeah. looks like so yeah. i think they are demons so they never she never mentions that limbo is limbo they never refer to it by name I don't she think. says it one time i think she, she says, says it once i think she, she says say it, it once, once. Yeah. yeah it hardly ever comes up yeah though. it doesn't matter i mean it doesn't she doesn't say it in an explanatory way <laughs> right anyway because danny danny says that place where you took me is that hell yes and Ilyana's like, no, it's my special place. And she's like, I used to just imagine going there when the men came. Yeah. And then after a while, it became real. And I thought about that and I'm like, oh, she was born with a connection to Limbo. Right. The demons keep coming to try to get her. Yeah. Maybe the demons are not from Limbo, but like some sort of demon keeps coming to get her because she has this connection to Limbo. And I when think, she, I think that's correct. Okay. So she imagines that she made this place up. Because she first started going there as a child. Right. But the truth is, it's always been there. Right. Right. Like, it has always been limbo. Because I'm trying to imagine what little child would be like, I need to go somewhere safe. And then they go to literal hell. Yeah, I mean, like, that doesn't... <laughs> I mean... I that think, math doesn't add up. <laughs> see, that's... I mean, you're, you're on the same track that I am. Because when I first heard this story, I was like, this sounds like a weird, like, I'm covering up a sexual assault situation. Well, that's with- how they present it, is that she's, like, trying to dissociate purposefully and be like, oh, I just wanted to get through this experience. So and- the first thing that I thought was, because I, I love the remake of haunting of hill house that they did on netflix or whatever and they had mm-hmm. that one scene with that girl that was talking about the monster mr smiley which was just this guy that was raping her basically but right. then so that was kind of what i thought about in this but then i was like no i think they're actually demons so that's why i had to look up is like what were the plans for these other movies and that's when i was like josh boone says that the third thing was going to be a revelation about how she is connected to limbo and that these demons have been after her and i was like okay so this it does ex- 
that is what he was uh, going for there. But okay, it comes okay. off as a weird other thing. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, or if they were just bad at I writing. I think it's intentional, but that's the I, thing that keeps happening in this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Where they want you to think it's it's thing X, right? We want they want you to think Sam is injured because of his powers. They want you to think Ilyana is weird because she was abused as a child. They want you to think all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But the actual explanation is that Sam is hurting himself. The actual explanation is that, yes, Ilyana really has been chased by demons. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it fits. It fits that pattern. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, I think you're right. See, this, I, I would not go as far to give this movie credit as saying it's clever, but there are moments like this where I'm like, okay, like I see what they're doing and it's like, it, it's weird, but also almost good i think that's like what we keep on describing this movie we're like it's almost good but like it just gets lost i don't know Yeah, i mean i don't actually dislike this stuff there's other things i dislike i I didn't really like the fact that the entirety of the movie is just grim dark sad like i was like i don't know if all of these characters need to have that as a backstory like why have all of them killed multiple people i I, don't know i don't feel like they all need to have that and like the final reveal of danny having killed everyone on her reservation like we haven't gotten there yet but i was just that seems really dark do that like what the fuck like, I don't I, know. Well, to be to be fair, we don't actually know that they're all dead. Right. That's true. We know that she thinks they're all dead. That's a good point. That's a good point. I guess I can just interpret it however I want. But her dad is definitely really dead. And like in the comics, yeah. he's not. And that's a pretty notable change that I think is sad. And that's still a lot to let like a 15, 16 year old think that they were personally responsible for the death of everyone close to them. Right. Like yeah. that's. It's a lot. lot. It's a lot. And I don't feel like it's necessary for the movie to still be scary, to still be interesting, to still say something about like the queer experience and teenagers and coming of it. Like it could still have all that stuff without this excessive stuff. Killing shit. It could even still be horror. I don't know. It's, It's a movie that doesn't really know what it wants to be, but... At the end of the day, it's definitely about murders. <laughs> I bet you in real life, Josh Boone does not know what he wants to be, if I had to take a I guess. I don't think he knew what he wanted this movie to be. <laughs> the movie has a lot of cool ideas. It just doesn't execute them well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think if it had executed, like if it had bothered to explain anything, yeah, which yeah. Like some of this stuff might might have felt a little better. But we're... Like, we just spent literally the past eight minutes going, here's our theory about Ilyana. Yeah, but we don't know. Based on almost nothing from the movie. Right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we had to, like, extrapolate that from what the context they give us, plus our own knowledge of the comic books, which is not a way to watch anything, you know? And I also would argue the film contradicts it. Like, I would say, if anything, the film's argument is that those aren't demons from hell and that everything yeah, we're right. being told is that the demon bear turns out to be in Danny's head. By the way, it's not a real demon. Right. So at the end of the movie, I was like, I guess Ileana's demons were supposed to be fake too, because nothing in this is supposed to be real. Like I didn't. And I mean, it is, it is believable that Ileana as a baby would see a normal adult person as being excessively tall. Right. Especially if she's being abused or whatever. Like the Haunting of Hill yeah. House analogy that, that Ryan gave. I, I, yeah. I, I think your interpretation of it is completely reasonable. Yeah, yeah. But I also has a think lot, that has the other just as one much is, support. Because the movie is yeah. confusing and it doesn't actually take a side as to whether Ileana's demons are real <laughs> or not. That's why I wound up in between those two those two facts. I was like, I'm like, I feel like it's a weird sexual assault thing, but I also feel like there was a real limbo demon thing. I, yeah. like, There's a difference between Ilyana killed 18 demons yeah. and Ilyana killed 18 human Rapists? traffickers. Like that's yeah, like uh, that's very different backstories. <laughs> I mean, they're both understandable, but I'm right. like, which is it? Because I feel like that tells a very different story about who this different character implications, is. Different implications, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, um, so then Mr. Sinister emails Cecilia and tells her to just go ahead and kill Daniel Moonstar. <laughs> I do think it's funny that of all people, Sinister is like, yeah, this is a bad idea. She can't be controlled, just kill her. <laughs> yeah, but also, Mr. Sinister wouldn't want to kill her. He wouldn't want to kill her. I didn't believe this. I was like, he would clone her at least 70 times. I like, know, right? On. I was like, what's happening? He would clone her and raise her from being a baby. He'd just be right. like, we need to reboot this one. <laughs> They have to have payoff for the vet story. I know, but which it's is basically stupid. how this happens. But first, Danny goes over to Rain and she's like, "I'm sorry," and Rain's like, "I'm not afraid of you. Like that's not your like uh, you're yeah. not responsible. You didn't for do it this. on purpose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Basically, and like, and then they're like talking about all this stuff, and Celia, Celia walks out. She's like, "It's time for you to come into the med lab." Danny and like by the way I don't know what Cecilia was gonna be do here be like okay Rain just like wait out here and she's gonna die in here but I'm gonna tell you that she got to leave while she was in the med lab like what was her plan like like, you're clearly about to kill her and Cecilia's like no I'm not it's fine anyway one other thing quick is that because we're gonna it's very small but like while while Cecilia is looking at Rain in the med lab we get to see the brand that's on her neck mm-hmm. and it's an M instead of a W because right. if you turn one upside down. Right. Yeah. So it's clearly like the shoulder brand was supposed to be W for which, but then she gets the M for mutant brand. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminded me of like Bishop and everything. A it little was bit. a I didn't stupid it. little thing, but I thought it was cute. Yeah, like, I liked it. Okay. Not I cute. Liked it I thought it was clever. Yeah. Like it was an interesting detail. Right. Yeah. I, I thought so too. Again, there are it, made me, it made me feel a little bad for my note back when Danny was like, what is the W for? And I'm like, which dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> now the M is for mutant. She now it's for mutant. Okay. Mutant. Maybe it was a little harsh calling Danny a dumbass at that point. <laughs> She's just a kid. Anyway, so then Danny gets wheeled away in her well, chair. Well, first, Rain tries to convince her not to go. She's like, I think this is a bad idea. And Danny's it's like, the like last... they really have a choice. Well, because this, I mean... this is when Danny also reveals to Rain that, like, I think that what they're training us for is not what they say it's for. Because I saw all this weird shit. Mm-hmm. This is where someone says, I don't think this is a hospital. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, what did you think it was? And so then... And she's like, everybody's like, don't go. Don't let her pump you full of chemicals. And she's like, yeah, but I was able to see that shit. So maybe I can get more information to help us and figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah. Danny's like, I I think I'm going to let her do this because I saw visions that were useful last time. So I might learn. More. I mean, would it be arguable that any of that was useful? I don't think it was useful. No. And it's also like she's about to die. And that's basically what Cecilia makes. Clear. <laughs> Cecilia's like in the background, like tapping a syringe with her finger going, nope. I know. <laughs> Yeah, and the syringe like has a skull and crossbones like on it visibly. <laughs> it's full of like a bubbling green poison yeah. liquid. Yeah. yeah. And Rain senses this. I think she either smells this or she oh, knows yeah. something. Rain like, can definitely tell because this she's like walks in and she's like, Danny. she suddenly goes, uh, Danny asked me to stay in here with her. And Cecilia's like, you can stay in the waiting room until she's out and in recovery. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, Rain storms away. So Rain storms in to this room where Ileana and Sam are just hanging out watching bu- more Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> they have and 16 DVDs of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's all they have at this place. Were they, were they not able to get like an actual CRT TV for the scene? Because if you look at it, it's clear that they had an actual like dead CRT. Yeah. That they have CG the footage of Buffy onto. That's really funny. Like <laughs> Which it's is broken. so dumb. I'm like, you really couldn't find a single CRT I TV actually that actually works. That means that they were watching something else. And then later they were like, let's make it 
Buffy. Let's make it Buffy. Wonder, that could be. I, that just seems possible to me. Like I, the CG substitution I seems think it was really Buffy obvious. If you because look at it, this is just a me looking at sets thing. But like in the rec room and all all the scenes they have. Uh, we we they do have Buffy have, DVDs and stuff. Yeah, they they have them lined up on the shelves. Okay, then I so, don't know. They probably weren't actually playing it on the TV then, and they were like, "We'll add it in oh, post." No. Well, no, because they had lazy. to because they had very specific scenes happening each time. So it's not like, yeah. like it's not like back in the day when we filmed something. We're like, we need to have the TV play this specific scene in the background of our movie, and we just keep on rewinding and pushing. I feel play like they again. may as well have done that though. Like they, they can you imagine being the grip who had that job though? Yeah. I know <laughs> that that right there is a Katie Mac job that we would have made her it do. Is, it we're, is. We're going back to one. You need to go rewind that yeah, tape. I know. <laughs> that buddy's. <laughs> like, no, I'm union. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Oh, my God. So then first, I think Brain wants to tell Sam what Danny told her. But then she stops because she hears music. And then Ileana is like, I know that music. And she takes off. And then it goes to Danny asking what they're testing for. Right. And then she has to endure this very silly story from Cecilia Reyes about being a vet and being like, sometimes you just have to put animals down. Uh, and like, I don't remember what animals in the metaphor I don't know. Well, she's time. just like, she's like, we had a dog, but the dog got right. rabies and the we had to put him rabies. down. Right. And her course. mom was a vet and she tried her hardest to save it, but nothing she tried worked. Right. Mm. So in the end, she had to kill it. Right. And as she's, as she's telling the story, she's like putting an oxygen mask on. Danny, she is strapping her to a gurney. None of this is stuff that happened the last time they did this test. Oh, right. No. And also there's like a line here at the beginning where Danny's like, what are we testing this time? And Cecilia says, this is more of a test of me. Of me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like pretty obvious what's going down. And so meanwhile, Danny's powers are like going hog wild for all of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. From this Because I think she forward, knows she she's going to die. Right? Yeah. Well, because she's going to die and she has no control over her powers. So I don't really know what Cecilia expected Which is here. really funny because right. the one yeah. person whose fear she really needed to manifest was Cecilia. And that's the one person whose fear we never fucking see. Right. That's true. That's true. We don't see it. That's actually kind of disappointing now that I think about it. But yeah, so you're one right. of the, the final 40 minutes of this movie. So like yeah. the slender men are running the fuck around in the hallways. Yeah, at this it's point. like crazy. Okay, so first of all, Sam and Ileana go to room, which just the the fucking door deteriorates, and we see child Ileana in the mm-hmm. room from earlier, and Slender Man shows up and she teleports away and he like goes around and be like rah, rah, and he like wants to know what's going <laughs> on and like he turns okay. around and he rips off his mask to reveal like just he has no eyes no or eyes. nose just, just like yeah. a huge toothy smile and then Sam grabs Ileana and is like he's not real and it's like he is real dude like we've gone over this like think, it is actually real at this point well but also like it's like I, this is questionable too it's like Danny's manifesting into life but also is this just legit the demons finding uh, Ileana again we don't really know yeah they, yeah. they leave it really ambiguous because there's so many of them it's not just like one it's like yeah, there's at least five yeah. yeah like i definitely counted at least and like four they're or not, five they're not okay this is why i think that this is different because in everybody's manifestations those manifestations attack those these people but these slenderman people are appearing all over the place now and they're attacking everyone even if ilion is not there you know what i okay, mean Okay, but that right. makes no sense because wouldn't it make right. more sense for danny's powers to be going haywire because she's about to die like what it's just coincidentally that these demons are like i guess this is a good time to show up my and theory like, is that why? danny's powers are going haywire so it manifests like this demon for like Ileana to see, but I think that summons the other demons. Is what I'm saying. That's so confusing. yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that she's making people see their fears. I think it's that she is literally manifesting their fears. Okay, right. 
Yeah. Right. So instead of everyone seeing Ilyana's greatest fear, it's that, oh, this is Ilyana's greatest fear. Here's five of them. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I think, and like, <laughs> I think now that's we all what's have actually to deal happening. with these guys. Now we I all mean, have to deal with your bullshit. Thanks a lot. Yeah, right. That kind of makes sense. So we get like this whole Slenderman chase scene that's happening, like while Danny is almost dead. It's a great moment where Sam and Ilyana are fighting one. And it's not working, and Sam goes, Ilyana, do something, and she vanishes. (laughs) (laughs) And he just goes, really? (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was funny, Rain runs into the the hospital room looking for... uh, Her girlfriend. Danny, but she doesn't see her. She realizes that they're they're not even in there, but she hears Danny screaming, and so she starts Mm -hmm. to transform... Sunspot's like just doing the dishes again and then still sexually he's like shaking his little booty and then Slenderman grabs him and he like destroys the thing. With his oh powers. yeah, he incinerates it, which is fun. also he's listening to like bad Europop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like like it is H-O-H-M. he is listening to the gayest possible music. Yeah, I know, right? It's like it really reminded me of when we were listening to like the Pet Shop Boys Christmas album the other day and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> That would be a way Pretty more gay. fun edit of this movie, I mean, that's by true. the way. Uh, and then it goes back to Cecilia, who's like, Mr. Sinister says that they can't control or whatever. They can't control her, her Danny anymore. So they have to kill her. She like announces it. She's like, my superior said I had to kill you. And like, yeah. as she says, as rain drops out of the vent and like kills the shit out of Cecilia, basically. Or, or okay. almost does. She like tears her up <laughs> werewolf style. I mean, yeah. here's, here's the problem, though. There are there are two scenes between this one and another one between this and the end of the movie yeah. where Rain gets on some on top of somebody and starts clawing them. They're the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. Worst camera work. They oh yeah. Bad. Worst. It very much looks like they have poor and not Maisie Williams's fault. I think she's attempting to sell it as much as she can. Yeah, I mean Maisie like, Williams is great at this. Yeah, and clawing, yeah. but you can't see her hands actually appear anywhere near Cecilia at all. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't look like anything. It just looks really corny. She's I mean, literally like standing on Cecilia's shoulders, reaching down, like just clawing at her face and her stomach. Right, and so and then Cecilia runs away. She runs out into the hall and sees like. Ilion and Sam, who are still being chased by the creatures, because I guess Ilion is back. No, Ilion's not. It's not Ilion. It's a Sam and Roberto. Sam and Roberto meet yeah. back up near a stairwell, and then Ilyana literally dive kicks out of limbo like she's in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, with the sword and fucking slices with the sword. The guy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's a really long fight scene here. I don't know if we. I mean, need to I like. I did it. appreciate that. She's like, she's like, yeah, I'm not like. She's like, I remembered how to kill these things again. It's like, okay, good. Great. Let's yeah, she like has to have a little break mentally, and then she finally comes back, and she's like, "Okay, she, I'm on she literally it. went to her special place. I'm going to kill the Slender Man with my cool." Oh yeah. Sword. Also, by the way, like Roberto is like grabbing Sam's ass behind him while also saying, "She's so hot," and I was like, "Yes, oh my god!" Like, there's so many. She, times- she kills like a couple Slender Men, and Roberto goes, "That's so hot," and I literally just had the word, "Roberto, shut up." They, I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know. I I definitely don't play Slenderman and like get turned on while I play that game. So I don't really know what you're even saying here. Like, what are you? <laughs> he's trying to claim that he's attracted to Eliana. I just don't buy it. And Girls does are anyone. so hot, guys. Hot. And we're like, okay, Roberto. Oh my god, I love pussy so much. I know. Right. <laughs> so when, when do we get to the demon bear, which is like the final uh, fight hold scene? On. So of first, this movie. the kids the kids all gather into Doctor Ray's office, and mm-hmm. Rain explains that Cecilia tried to kill Danny and it, it, this is like a bad scene she has by Danny by the way yeah, but all, Danny is I know they're all standing out, there this, like I did not like this scene because they're like 
Turns out they were trying to train us for something else that was like run by yeah, something called the Essex Corporation. Like a or and then Ileana's like, my file's sitting right here. Let me just pick yeah. it up and read it. And I was like, okay, this plot device is bad. Like, it's yeah, not it is good. really bad. And again, Cecilia is extremely bad at her job. Yeah. Like, that's. Like, she and doesn't like, put her fucking their files, files away. All their files are just about right them there. are like the patient is a fucking murderer and like can't be helped <laughs> at all. And yeah, like it's like great oh, candidate guess, for Mr. Sinister. And I was yeah, like, good what? candidate for Mr. Sinister's super team, like of killers and assassins. And uh, Ileana's like, I knew it all along, and like gets all weird about it. And it's like, I was like, Ileana, what do you do? She, she, she was proud of it. She's yeah. like, oh. They were training me to be a mass murderer. Oh, yeah. oh that's so cool. <laughs> okay, that I believe Whatever. for Ileana as the comic book character. She is like that kind <laughs> of badass. Especially this version of her who's this like... This version of her. I don't even know. I don't even oh, know what's happening. Uh, let's see. So then Danny's like, okay, we got to find our way out of here. So then Cecilia gets on the speaker. Like, it's fucking like a video game now where like Rain's leading them with her werewolf powers, trying to track her and like... Fucking Cecilia's pulling a Resident Evil here. We're like, you know how at the end of our Resident Evil game, the super evil you scientist have to get gets to the on helicopter? a helicopter? Well, no, well, there's that, but there's also the super evil scientist on the speaker being like, you couldn't stop the work we were doing here. Now it's too late. You are not even ready for the mutation that's going to happen. And then they explain uh-huh. like everything. They're, they like reveal their evil plan all on. I was like, it just was so Resident Evil. I was like, it's what kills me yeah. about this. Okay. So there is a bit of a scene where they attempt to go to open a door and the force fields are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not just the dome, but like they are literally locked in the building yeah. by the force. Yeah. Fields. Yeah. Yeah. And the group is basically just like, how do we get rid of those? And Ileana goes at the source and I'm like, oh, we're going to kill Cecilia. Yeah. And this is when Cecilia appears on the loudspeaker. She can hear them. Yeah. And she's talking to them on the loudspeaker like Ryan's talking about. But the problem is that she's doing it from two rooms away. Yeah, and they find her in like a second. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as she starts talking, Rain's like, oh, she's over there. (laughs) (laughs) She's behind a curtain. Like, It's it's such like Wizard of Oz shit. I'm like, if you're going to do your stupid explanatory villain monologue, do it from like a helicopter on your way. Or if you're not going to do that. She's like dying. Like when she emerges from the curtain, she's like bleeding out like clutching her like wolf wounds and she's like okay okay i know you guys got me but like hold she's on. also carrying a suitcase of all their dna she's ready to race off but then she very much looked like she took everything out of the safe and was like bye yeah, I know. <laughs> and then so cecilia puts little bubbles around all of them and she's like i'm just gonna make you all stand here i'm gonna suffocate danny to death because like she's like oh she's gonna crush she's virus. Die. Yeah. yeah i was like yeah. oh my god and everyone's stuck there but then suddenly everything starts shaking and I was like, I don't know whose version of Cecilia is, by the way, just trying to kill children. It's no That's, one. It's absolutely know. no. It's a completely invented character. Like, it's not Cecilia Reyes It at really all. is. It, no, it's, but I hate that they would even disgrace her yeah. name. I think they just needed somebody who had convenient force field powers to make her bit work. I mean, Maybe? what was the other going to think of me? Was it going to be Storm? Like, what would she have done? Electrocuted them for hours? Like, I don't know. Like, I like Storm would I put that Davis. past this movie? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess in this hypothetical version where Storm wants to kill people she could fucking do it All right. instantly. Yeah. oh yeah and so now now it would be okay i hate to say this but this is sad to say but it'd probably be the most that storm did in any of these movies if she got I to know, do that it would be. you're right <laughs> anyway the demon bear shows up um, right because danny manifests it eats cecilia yeah, it eats her and then they all have to fight it 
I feel like maybe Danny could have killed Cecilia in some other type of way. Like, maybe don't. Oh, wait, no, Danny's still passed out from the serum. She's been passed out. Yeah, you're right. She's not intentionally killing anybody with the bear. It's it's unintentional. You're right, you're right, you're right. I legitimately thought Sam was going to be the person who breaks them out of it. Because Mm -hmm. if you look at him in the scene, his half of his arm is out of the shield. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's attempting to use his powers to break through it. Like, you can see that the shimmer around his hand, and it's not. Right, because he's he's invulnerable when he does that. Yeah, because he's struggling to make it work and by just as it looks like he's about to do it the bear's like hi I know (laughs) and literally just immediately devours Cecilia in one go like King Kong style like poking its little claw through the window I know it's like it's not good it's like the it's based I don't know it's a Super Smash Brothers reveal anyways so then (laughs) then Demon Bear uh, joins the battle Bear is hungry for victory yeah yeah, what would you even say Demon Bear like nightmares in I don't know it'd be something like claws his way out or claws out i don't claws know these onto days. the stage uh, so anyway so then the demon mirror is coming after them Arota yep. says it's hunting them and rain's like no this is hunting danny it's her what she fears most and iliana's like all right well you guys protect danny because i like her now and also <laughs> i'm gonna go take care of this bear because we have this one iconic scene that we're not even gonna do but we're gonna set it up they're gonna act like she's gonna kill the bear with her sword but right. she doesn't Okay, here's what I love about this, by the way. She has pulled out the soul sword like five or six times in the movie by now. Yeah. And every time it takes a fraction of a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like her arm is immediately armored up. Sword is in it. And then this scene, it takes about a year. Yeah. I don't know. And like she's opening up her portal to limbo, by the way. Like slowly. And they're like, like, don't do it. Don't do it, Ileana. And Rain's like, it's magic. And she turns around and she goes, so am I. And then she jumps into limbo and they're like, what? Yeah, then magic goes outside. Danny's passed out for the next 30 minutes. Oh, this is important. We have have maybe undersold an important detail of the demon bear. It's the size of a building. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's well, like the King huge. Kong analogy, like the bear is the size of King Kong. That's why I yeah, said it, it was is like King very Kong. large. And also, right. like Danny just being passed out for all of this really irritated me after Kinda a while. Blows. Because yeah. like yeah. this fight scene is not interesting, and really all they're doing is killing time until Danny wakes up and fixes this for them. And like it takes forever. It really does. It really does. And we think so that the, we're getting set up for a great fight scene here between Ileana and the bear, but that doesn't happen. Nope. But what instead we find out is that the puppet is real. And yes. It's like it turns into Lockheed. And I was like, I was as soon as that happened, I was like, what the fuck is this movie even doing? Like <laughs> it's an, it's another one of those bait and switch things though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're like, you think it's just a puppet and that she's imagining However, it. It does but... re it does kind of confirm Todd's theory that she is seeing actual demons because like now this puppet just came to life and is an actual dragon. But it also kind of doesn't because there's so much other stuff in this movie that's entirely manifested by Danny and then it's like not explained that Ileana has this ability or not ability but like you know whatever connection. Right. They don't explain it. it. You know? They don't explain anything. So like yeah I like I have confidence in my theory but that doesn't mean I think it's absolutely the right thing. Also, like, like the I movie think it's the best theory it. I could yeah. concoct well, out I of what they, was there. I, I guarantee you they're going to spend the next movie th- d- still doing the shit being like, oh, we're not going to explain anything. And then at the end of in the, the third movie, they'll be like, well, actually, Ileana has been tied to hell all along. And they'll be like, sure. OK, great, cool. So are you going to be in or not? That's yeah, that's storytelling in the Netflix binge era, though. I right? guess that everything has to be this like Puzzle. signposted long game. 
spoiler thing to they get you to keep... They don't even do it well here, though. Like, it's not like no, they, they have don't. a puzzle, really, that they're going to reveal. Like, they basically wanted Magic to be their 11. Yeah. Yeah, but she's not. Right. She's not. <laughs> yeah, this is not Stranger Things, but you're right. There's uh, kind of a Stranger Things vibe to this movie that uh, eh, doesn't Well, really but work. Stranger Things so, is good. There's that. Yeah, this movie doesn't hang together. So anyway, all the kids run with uh, Danny's unconscious body into the church, which I don't really know why they do that. Well, because sure. Rain, okay. because again, Rain's, Rain's <laughs> like, they, yeah, she's yeah, like, Rain it won't is get like, us we there. We have to go into the confession booth. And, and then no, they, she's like, like she's not there. even that. She's just like, if we go in here, the demons can't get us. They can't get us in the church, which I, by the way, this they is, can, I do, I believe this way. for Rain, even in the comic books. I don't, I mean, not now. I think she's less religious than she used to be, but in those original but comics, like she was very, early, yeah, early Rain was like, she was big into religion. Right. Mm-hmm. What kills me, I think it's partly that, that she wants like actual, she believes it's actual like religious sanctuary. Right. And plus, I think she wants to go somewhere to try and wake Danny up that the bear's not going to immediately find them. Right. Yeah. Which is why she goes to the confessional booth. But the best part later is that they get the bear in there and Ilyana's like, he has no way to run now. And I'm like, he literally just walked through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Also, he can He run has everywhere to go. He if he wants, wants to, to leave, that church isn't going to stop him. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you're right. So this is when the rain is. I like. The, hold on, wait, hold on. So the demon bear falls on the church, and I like this. This was actually really funny to me. Where like, like rain's got Danny underneath, like some of the what are those cha- the benches called? And the pews. Yes, pews. thank you. They're hiding behind the pews, and they look over Roberto, who's also in the pews. And rain goes, "What are you doing?" He's like <laughs> hiding, mean, like you hiding. guys. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Honestly. I thought it was really funny too. Like this version of Roberto is like kind of goofy and like weird. And I was yeah, like, I, I don't, don't know. feel like he is his character, but like, I don't know. I just, he does get a couple the laugh sad lines. bit is though that leads to Sam saying the stupidest line in the whole movie, which is Berto nut up. Oh my Ugh. God. I'm sure he wants I, to see I that. that. I repress that entirely, but that does happen. Like Roberto wants to show off for his boyfriend. So it works. Like he, <laughs> right. he turns on the fire and starts punching the bear in the face, yes. which, which doesn't do shit. It doesn't. It's the bear. It doesn't right. do anything. doesn't do and anything at Rain all. Rain claws at it. Okay, that doesn't do anything either. By the way, we should either. mention that Danny's like in like Snowland in her brain where like she's looking at yes. the dead. The dead. Uh, uh, she's looking at a billion dead bodies of like everyone she ever knew that she apparently killed, which I was like, I don't know. It just it, it's I find it extremely fucked up to like have a native character headlining their action movie for like the first time in X-Men movie history and she killed everyone on her reservation. Yeah, she's Not like standing like, okay, she's like institutional powers that actually lead to the death of native people all the time. No, it was this queer native girl that killed them all. Like fuck off. I think it's that she's afraid that she killed I hope them, so. which is why she's seeing I right. but hope so. your your point your point stands either way. But I think that's why she's seeing. I don't yeah, like it so though yeah. because it's never no, really like said what happened. Like I don't. Yeah, feel but that's. Like the movie I think that is actually very it. similar to what happened in those New Mutants comics because like she isn't very clear in that until eventually she right. sees that our family is still alive. You know. Yeah, yeah. Which is the dramatic reveal at the end of the Demon Bear arc after Ileana kills the bear is that it's like, oh, this was a real demon and your parents were alive and trapped by this demon being. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't on you buddy it, so like that's a nice thing right but that doesn't happen here yeah that's not what happens that, here. also danny's now chasing like wolfsbane through snowland but like mm-hmm. she's not really there should be here you hear Dan- rain being like wake up wake up and then so now the bear's here it's torn off the roof of the confessional so wolfsbane's like in full werewolf mode and likes clawing at it and meanwhile danny's like 
seeing dad in her world and she's like I'm so sorry he's like it's not your fault but you really should wake the fuck up now and she's like <laughs> and she's like but the bear yeah. it's too big and you are bigger oh, no. because you are bigger so Danny finally wakes up and suddenly it's like fucking Moana this is like suddenly it's Moana where like she's like stop and she like slowly walks over and it's like playing the Moana music and she's like I know who you are. And then she like touches like the bear on the nose and she's like, it's very, very Disney. It did feel super Disney to me. And she's like control. And then she like, takes yeah, she walks over, she's like control. She's walking up to the bear control. And the bear's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like the bears was suddenly like a giant dog. And I was like, what's happening here? Yeah. And this is what I was. Actually, Although I was annoyed. There is something cool about the bear. If you look, at it at this point we've gotten the impression that the bear is a whole bear yeah mm. but in this scene it's really just the bear's head and then some of its front paws and then the rest is just kind of like trailing off yeah like smoky black smoke ethereal yeah yeah it's right. kind of cool i thought that was cool yeah i mean every now and then there's some cool special effects in this movie and then there are some that i'm like this is bad. i mean sometimes there's some, some moments in the movie where it's cool and other times you're like what's happening and so then <laughs> like when her when her dad's like line to get her to disney princess wake up is you're bigger i'm like oh uh, uh, i know <laughs> so now now that bears dis- shut up i know the, the, the dare bears like ashing away into the fucking sky and everyone's staring yeah. at she it she thanos is it basically yeah, yeah i know and then fucking everyone's staring <laughs> roberto gets up he's like naked again yeah everyone's like, naked all the time from their powers it's like why is this a thing like in the comics that's Sam's like looking right at roberta's ass and i'm like oh here yep. we go and so anyway then it just cuts the morning and they're all just sitting on the pile of rubble i'm like did they just sit there like all night like this scene was so well dumb. roberto has clothes well oh yeah. They're, oh yeah i think what they're doing is they're going through the rub the rubble looking for stuff because oh, they are because roberto reaches down into it and pulls up a bloody shoe well i think is it like fucking <laughs> Cecilia's like foot still connected to it's it. Cecilia, yeah, it's. I don't know that you see her actual foot, but it's dripping with blood. And he yeah. just like drops it's, it. It's clearly Cecilia's, and he just like chucks it off into the distance. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is the first time they figure out that maybe all of her force fields are gone. Like, it, I don't. I thought that well, was the whole reason they yeah, killed well, her. But they're, they're all like, finding oh, shit. Yeah. Sam throws a rock. I yeah. thought it was his piece of coal at first. I was like, are you really throwing that now? Like, Yeah, I also thought he was throwing his piece of coal. And I was you like... You know, it might have been now that you that. say that. I think it is. I think it is his piece of coal because like, he's like, up and letting look at go. It. It's symbolism, see? He's letting go of his fear. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Regardless of what he throws, he throws it up into the sky. Yep. And it passes where the dome should be. Right. And they're like, oh, the dome is gone. Which is like, well, that yeah. the whole point? What? Yeah, they're like, yeah, dumbasses. This is why less than eight minutes ago you were like, let's go kill Cecilia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's picking up shit. Like, I don't I don't know what Rain even picks up because she's picking up like a paper and then Ray just throws it away. Yeah, they're like picking things up so they can throw them away. Danny finds a piece of like she finds a photo of her and her dad. And now like Rain and Danny are looking at each other sexually. And now they're all standing. Oh, yeah, because then there's this whole line where, like, they have the whole thing where Ileana's like, oh, well, the closest town is, like, 20 miles away. 20 miles away, and it's Natick, Massachusetts. We're going to go check it out. Or, like, she was, like, lying to us. (laughs) We're not really sure. During this part, Ryan's scrubbing through the movie to see if Sam is throwing a piece of coal here. And he is. 
It is coal. It he is the coal. He reaches in his pocket. He reaches in his pocket. He throws it. It's the coal. Symbolism. And then as they're walking away, the stupid bear voiceover starts up again. And Danny's like, it doesn't make any sense, but there's two gay bears in everybody. And <laughs> don't even worry about it. Honestly, there's sometimes like three, possibly five gay bears in me. Yeah. Yeah, there's gay bears inside of us there's all. There's gay bears and in all of us. You cannot, you cannot see the meaningful eyebrow motions I'm making right now. But I, I, I believe you. I'm sure that they are happening. And then they walk away. That's the end of the movie. Now, okay, so it. like I. Well, it ends. It ends on that like stupid motivational poster line of which one's bigger, the one you feed. It's, Do you it bite doesn't make the sense. hand that feeds you? Do you it bite does- the feet <laughs> <behind> your knees? <laughs> Yeah, and then they play that song. No, they don't. That would be amazing if they I mean, played. I would have liked it if it just randomly had Nine Inch Nails at the end. That would have been really appropriate, honestly. I mean, like having Nine Inch Nails at the end of this incredibly goth, like teenage story it would have fit the yeah. tone. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what I this mean, movie is. I guess you could like you could say that this movie is very similar to like any of the teenage goth shit they wrote back in the day where none of it made any fucking sense and everybody had like a thousand superpowers but nothing's and explained. And Mr. Sinister was there sending emails to people. I mean like, like yeah it's, a, it's equivalent die. to like the Umbrella Corporation <laughs> being written into like an original piece of fiction. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does feel fanfic at certain points but yeah. uh, I don't know. It does make me sad that parts of it are good because it's like oh what if all of it was good? That would have been nice. <laughs> that's that the crowd been, they, like, I the think goal. that's the crowd they were making the movie for though. Like, I think the 2020 crowd that they were making the movie for was like the fanfic oriented Marvel loving teen. But I can get on board for that. I can like imagine myself into that headspace for a day. Like, I'm willing. Yeah. It's more just that the movie doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, that means the, movies, the movie is bad. Right, that regardless is like, of what about the part where the movie's for? not good? Like, yeah. Explain yeah. that. Oh, well. Uh, well. Well, okay, but like, now I want to know. Like, first of all, so. Josh Boone's notes said the second movie was going to be Karma and Warlock and an alien invasion in Brazil. And I'm already like, how did they get in Brazil? And like, why is that the place that he meets all these characters? They probably went to Roberto's house, I guess. I don't know. I wonder if they were going to bring in Amara. That's that is the that whole, is like, what I thought Nova too. Roma thing, but like they mm-hmm. didn't. He didn't say that directly. I know that at one point he said that he had plans for Magma in the second movie, and I was like, okay, so I guess that checks out. I would have, I would have liked that. I like Amara. I think she's a cool. Character. I mean, in this version of the universe, it would have been terrible. So I think it's actually for the best. Well, yeah. that, that didn't happen, and that maybe well, this the, is the we end. can only hope. But see, you know what annoys me now already. I'm like, okay, so how long do we have to wait to see a reintroduction of any of these characters into the MCU? Like, how we long? We may do we have never to wait? see it. This might be the only Daniel Moonstar that we see. The only version of any of these characters that we see. I hope I mean, not. This could be it for for yeah, live sucks. action, or at least I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll be less negative about that. I there could be like a Netflix show or some shit. Who even I knows? Know. I mean, WandaVision's coming out, but also like the third the third movie of this quote unquote trilogy was just going to be about like Ileana discovering that she actually is going to hell and that she's been attached to that place all along. It, it would have been the Inferno storyline, but bad. Mm-hmm. I you think know? you guys are right, by the way. I think the movie's just so badly edited and like re-edited that it doesn't hang together in its current form. But I think you're right that it was supposed to be like there are actual demons in the world. It's just that Danny is also capable of manifesting things. I don't know. It's kind of too bad because if you're gonna do the demon bear plot line, like do why wouldn't you at all have that also be a demon? I don't know. That would be a cool bait and switch too for the horror because at first you think the horror is Daniel Moonstar. Like she's she's the horror creature all along, but then like the extra double one could be like also demons are real. 
that would have worked, but anyway, I don't that's know. not what they wrote. Do you guys want to do who's gay real quick? The X-Men Everybody's gay. Everybody's gay. <laughs> Show well, done. I mean, we did it. <laughs> I want to sing. I want to sing like the Calypso remix of the the Who's Gay segment theme. Please, sometime. please oh my do God. that. Yeah, please make, that make happen. me a Calypso I will say, remix. I mean, setting aside that all, literally all of the characters are gay, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, they are. Uh, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! What? I didn't know. Alice Braga, who Nobody plays told me. Uh, Alice Braga, who plays um, Cecilia, is queer in real life. Oh, oh is she I really? Didn't even know so that. If, I didn't know yeah, that. damn, she has to play such I a don't... terrible role. In this I know. Movie. <laughs> I I don't know. If she's like her Wikipedia entry talks about um, her having a girlfriend. So I don't know if she's if she's gay or bi or whatever. whatever. Yeah. But she's so but queer. She's, she clearly she is, is queer in some kind. Yeah. That's well, cool. and she does have she does have some pretty strong lesbian vibes in this movie. Mm-hmm. She does. I mean, everybody in the movie scans is pretty gay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like literally, yeah. like there's the two main characters are gay, and then Sam and Roboto are clearly fucking like repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like there's a canonical gay romance with makeouts in a live action X Men movie. It's too bad we didn't like the movie, but that's <laughs> in there. It is cool that that's there. And actually, the thing that I like about it is that there is never any. Rain is never tortured about it. Mm-hmm. Right. She's tortured right? about stuff. Like she's but like she's tortured about being a mutant. But not being yeah. gay. But not about being queer. And I really like that mm-hmm. because you don't get that very often, especially from really heavily religious characters. Right. Yeah. And, and where they're, in a sh- in a movie that's about like, you know, metaphors for queerness and other marginalized classes. Yeah. Right, yeah. And Danny either. Like, Danny is never, she's just like, oh, like, like from the jump, she's clearly like, oh, this girl's into me and I'm kind of Yeah, but see, like, yeah. Right, like, again, this is why I was talking about this on the Slack the other day. I'm like, it was like only 2014 that Legend of Korra did like their whole big reveal that Korra and Asami yeah. were in love with each other. And at the and time- they couldn't even kiss at the end of that yeah, show. Yeah, but like, like, since then, there's like a gay character or two in almost every TV show or movie now. Pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and animation. Like that's, that's how she ran that, it up. Well, it, it's so fast too like it's been six years so like now it's like being normalized however i do think i would like to see some of that struggle still be portrayed in movies because they i don't think this is still like the white american thing where like it's like okay well gay people are here so like let's just pretend that we never like dislike them you know I don't, like, <laughs> i'm like okay well like i think it's i think it's possible to have a queer character who struggles with being queer right Without it necessarily being like the problem is that when like I think when cishet creators make queer struggle in movies, it always turns into like an after school special mm. with like a super stereotyped homophobic bully <laughs> and yeah. all sorts of other bullshit. And Except I'm like, Ileana is like that's also not gay. what my anxiety about being queer was, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Ileana kind of almost is that in this at, at the worst point of it i mean like there's not homophobia but like okay but iliana also comes off as gay in this movie and in the comic books like she's a very like queer coded character i wish she were gay in this movie i feel like they did iliana so wrong it's like hard for me to even talk about the which is unfortunate because that actress is like 
fine. She's very good. I need yeah, to enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. She she sold the role. It's just that the, the role, role is awful. Stupid. I mean, I, mean, I feel like <laughs> yeah. the only reason why a lot of this movie was good is because those actors were, they had a good cast. Yeah. And like, yeah. They're charismatic. It was hard right. not to like them, even when they were doing stupid shit. Yeah, and I think they had a fairly good like cinematography team. I think they had people who knew how to fucking work a camera, except for those two scenes where they couldn't. And then like <laughs> any anything that involves special yeah. effects just didn't. I mean, I think there's a reason that they really downplayed people using their powers in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had no money. They I don't know yeah, they why didn't have they the had no money, it. but I I don't know. Like a I, movie well, it's they like they didn't no want to funnel any more money into it. But like it was, I think this is when didn't this movie go directly into production when like Marvel and Fox really started fighting for those rights? Like that happened. Like because Maddie and I talked about it at the beginning of this show, which was like years ago at this point. Yeah, and like yeah. that's about the time that New Mutants went into production because we're like, oh, they're making New Mutants. Also, Marvel and Fox are going to war with each other about contract shit, which went on for years. Like it went on for years to the point where it was where Maddie and I could only talk about that and that only. And then (laughs) it fucking was your favorite topic, Ryan. You include me in this as though I was was like, I, you know, like there's problems with the Avengers movies that I have with those. But I'm also like, it'd be great if the X-Men were here because I do feel like the X-Men could get a good movie if it was being that produced by Disney. That does feel like a monkey's paw, though, at this point. I mean, yeah. I, I really don't know how to feel about it anymore. Uh, by the way, looking up the budget for this movie, kind of hard because apparently it's 67 to 80 million, which is a pretty big range. And like, why don't they know how much they spent on this? So anyway, somebody was cooking like, the books. What did they spend it on? I don't know because it doesn't, I don't see 80 million on the screen, folks. There's six nope. people in the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess they spend it on special effects and like billions and billions of reshoots. The bear was real. The right. bear was That's real. <laughs> the bear was real and like a solid 40 million of that $80 million. Yeah, budget. they they had to pay James McAvoy so they could cut him out later. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look all this stuff up later. But This um, is crazy. I mean, they also I rented. I mean, but we don't know. It could be that a lot of that budget went into stuff that's just they, not there. I know that they yeah. also rented Medfield right. State hospital that that place that they shot it at that state reservation they rented that whole area for the entire like they filmed all that in that there and outside there. what the cost of it was though no, i don't I think mean, so yeah, but like and and local economies love to do that stuff because it brings in business right like there's a reason that new york city flipped the fuck out when the original law and order went off the air right welcome because it's our like law the, and order the production the production of law and order brought a ton of money and employment to New York City that was then just gone. Yeah, right. it's like the only place you can like try out to be on a TV show as an actor and live in New York City is Law right. and Order because like everything else films somewhere else, usually on Los the Los Angeles other side or of Vancouver. The That's yeah, right. Pretty much it. Anyway, um, this was this movie. Do you guys have any other closing thoughts? We talked about it for three hours. I mean, so, uh, not you know. really. I I think we have a whole eight minutes until it's would three you, hours. Would you guys recommend it? Um, I don't know. It's honestly not that bad. Yeah. Like, I think if you're, if you're, if you prepare yourself for the bullshit that is Ilyana ahead of time. Yeah. And you know that it's going to be bad and you just like come to peace with that. You spend some time in the full Lotus going control. <laughs> control. Yeah. Control. My memories. I don't yeah. know. I, I, I stand by like of the, of the three, of the four movies now that four, I have watched with you. It's, well, it's now it's four. Like, of the four movies I have watched with you guys, I think it was the best. I think, four. like, okay, here's, I have a couple opinions on this. I think that, I think this is good for X-Men fans to watch and enjoy. It's probably one of the better X-Men films of the Fox properties, like Todd is talking about, because there's a lot of, 
really bad words. That's a, but that's a mm-hmm. low bar. To, and we're going to watch yeah, them. Exactly. But you can trip over that I bar. I don't so. think it's an easy film for a casual viewer to watch and understand what the fuck is happening. However, I oh. do think it's a really... It does have strong potential to be sort of like a movie that a bunch of like teenage nerdy kids could get into and then want to like go and cosplay and relate to in a runaways kind of way where it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm. it does have that vibe to it where it's, but like I felt runaways was much better, but I do feel like it's got like that weird Buffy vibe to it. It's it's trying to have the Buffy vibe. I mean, Buffy's in the movie. That's right. Honestly, I think, I think a more relatable way for me to say this. And I I don't know if Maddie's going to like this answer because I don't even know (laughs) if I like it, but I do. It does kind of remind me of like when Sucker Punch came out and like a bunch of teenage oh. girls got into like that, like in the cosplay scene. But it was I like, have, I have not forgotten this, Ryan. I've not forgotten that you like have a soft spot for Sucker Punch. I remember this about I you. I don't know if I do anymore because I saw it again. I was like, this movie isn't that good. But also Zack mm-hmm. Snyder. It's very like, weird, but it, it, I... I feel like it's kind of a weird cult favorite. Like I, people sometimes like to hate Sucker Punch in a certain way because it's like it's stupid. But like but I it has think, a I do think there was style. also like a bunch of teenage girls that liked it and loved it because oh, yeah. like when it came out, there were some I, we cosplays. were working at Kineticon and remember. like there were a lot of Sucker Punch cosplays. And I kind of feel like it kind of has that vibe where it's like okay, I mean cool. it's like yeah, it has a lot of female characters in it. I mean it's like the same kind of problem that like a lot of these movies have, and even uh, this movie has where it. I'm like, well, a man made it, and also <laughs> yeah, a straight like, racist yeah, man. Like, cool like diverse cast but like this fucking racist guy made it and like that means that it's gonna be yeah uh influenced by that and that's just a right. shame but people will reclaim it or perhaps they will i don't know it's 2020 i don't know if anybody gives a shit i feel like people will revisit this movie like 10 years from now and it might become a cult classic that's kind of how i feel about it where i don't feel like that's the case of any of the other x movies except for maybe x-men 2000 you or know? Generation X, I feel like should yeah, I was gonna say, to be yeah, a cult that's, classic, that's true. Yeah, even though it's I'm not. I'm trying to imagine like whoever the successors of us are, like yeah, of the twenty some odd years from now, some, yeah, like, like some other X. Okay, well, the Mutant Ages will clearly still be going twenty years from now, of course, but like, of course. <laughs> if somebody like somebody looking, somebody doing an episode like this about this movie in the same way that we did, but like twenty years Generation from now, X, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, I could see that happening in like completely parallel. Yeah, I kind of like that as I a like thought that experiment because like we found things to enjoy about Generation X now, and I feel like in twenty years, somebody watching this might be like. Oh, it was so cute that they let Danny Moonstar kiss Rain. Like, oh, that's 2020 for you. Like, that's like nice to think about in a weird way. I like to imagine they're just like, oh my God, they had binary gender. That's so cute. Well, yeah, back then, <laughs> and 20 years wow. from now, they'd be looking at that and they'd be like, wow, I, it's like, this is phenomenal. They even had a gay kiss on there at all. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like by 2020 standards, nobody could even do anything back then, they'll be saying. Yeah, yeah and they'll right, be right. Yeah. Anyway, I agree with you guys. I, I feel like I would kind of recommend this movie i feel like i watched it with exactly the right headspace because i knew how racist it was going to be but i also knew there was going to be like some weird shit in there that might be kind of good and that is exactly right that's what this movie is it is silent hill but like it looks like silent hill it feels like silent hill but it's not silent hill because it's a different story and there's witches now mm-hmm. but replace silent hill with uh new yeah new beards yeah all right well Go to mutantages.com. Find all of our stuff. We don't have to list it all here. It's a movie episode. Yeah. I mean, like you've gotten here, but I mean, Todd, where are you at? Yeah. Um, 
I do this every time. Yeah, do it I again. do this every time. Do but it now again, baby. it's ritual for yeah, me. It yeah. sure is. Um, so it like basically my web presences are an ARJ now mm-hmm, at this point. Mm-hmm. So like you can start with my professional Twitter feed, which is at Dr. Todd Harper. And then, and just then from there, luck. you can kind of extrapolate out to the other places are where I am, where I—it's like, like a puzzle. Other than trying to be, yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to be smart and good, it's just on little breadcrumbs around where you're like, where is Todd? Where are all of the different versions of Todd that exist out there on the internet? And you find well, them. You find them slowly. I mean, there's the great. there's the one Todd, and then there's the other Todd, and one's gay, <laughs> and the other one's also gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there like... are two professors inside. <laughs> one is gay. <laughs> The other is gay. You are gay. <laughs> the one you feed and the one you follow on Twitter.com. Okay. Yep. Speaking of feeding dinner. Oh, yeah. I want grilled cheese, I am cheese, also going man. to eat after this. We will We're see all in Eastern time. We're just like, time, And we, we should are eat going to eat dinner at time 9 o'clock. Goodbye. Thank right. you, everyone. Thank you for Goodbye. listening, well. everyone. We'll all see you next time. Not with two bears. The